1: On today's UFC Unfiltered, Jimmy is nowhere to be seen, but say hello, Eve Edwards. Hello, everyone. I-, I finally get Eve Edwards' name right after knowing him for 16 years, which I'm very happy about. Thank you, Eve. You could have corrected me 15 years ago. Also, we have, from Sons of Anarchy fame and Luke Cage, we have the great actor Theo Rossi in here. And what a fun guy. This is a fun episode. Everybody, enjoy. He
2: may finish
3: UFC and Digital Media present UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Powered by Digital Media. Find your voice. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Let the
1: music play a little bit. Easing back into it. Back on my feet from my colonoscopy. Chris the producer.
0: I'm glad you're feeling well.
1: Did you ask how my ass was? I did. Yeah, it's good. They didn't find anything, but uh, Jimmy's not here today, but I'm really, I'm really excited that I'm really excited who's here. It's an old, old friend of mine. Uh, We fought fucking 25 years ago. No, we fought a long time ago. I was his very first fight in the, um, in the UFC. And since then he's beaten guys. uh, Let me see. Notable names. Josh Thompson, Jeremy Stevens, Hermie Franca. It's UFC vet, UFC legend. Eve's Edwards, <laughs> say hello, and he's laughing. Say hello, say hello. Eves. What's up, now, Tell what? Tell everybody <laughs> why you're laughing. That uh, what happened
2: before we got on air. I'm laughing because you always say that. You always pronounce the S in my name,
1: and the S is yeah. silent. My yeah. name is Eve. His Matt, name, is my Eve. name is Eve. Everybody, this is now. First of all, this alone <laughs> is breaking news for the podcast because I know you. I know yep. you since 2001 yep. when we were locked in a cage together. And uh, I've always called you Eve's because I see an S there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. What's up with you and what's up with Dean? Why the fuck? Why now? How many times did you have to tell people the S is silent? How do I assume that F, S is silent? Do you, are you named after anybody or
2: Eve uh, Montan? Everybody, you know, you know, everybody tells people oh, like Eve Saint Laurent, and I'm like no, because people say they they say those words and they run together, so so they put the S on my name, Yves Saint Laurent. But I'm like nah, like Yves Montan. Nobody knows who he is. But yeah, hey, who like, is that? He's a French actor from like the '40s. You're
1: named after a French actor from the '40s.
2: I'm not named after. I'm named. <laughs> okay, so in the '70s. Let's start this off right. All right. <laughs> all right, ahead, all right, all right. So in the '70s, you know, and especially being from the Bahamas, being from the islands, you get yeah. these superstitions about about what the kid's going to be when when it's born and i everybody thought i was going to be a girl my mom oh, favorite shoot. my mom has an aunt named me and she promised to name me after her ah, so, so she named you
1: eve. eve yeah that's the male version of the name well i mean listen since I, i've always been calling you eves and you probably heard that before and you probably just let it go because you're probably like what am i just gonna call the guy up and go dude you're saying my name wrong is this what it is when did you realize i'm saying your name wrong you just always knew that <laughs> whenever i heard you say it but <laughs> it's, <laughs> been,
2: it's been it's not it's not so bad because no bullshit Matt until I was 17 I said my name wrong
1: oh and I, well now I feel better <laughs> now I feel less like a moron
2: yeah no because everyone told it to me that way they told yeah. me about Eve St. Laurent and I was yeah. like I just so it's put, Eve
1: Eve Edwards It's Eve yeah oh, man that's so weird <laughs> well it's like me calling Dean din forever I wish I never did. did I did that for did you bit. well I yeah. mean it's spelled D-I-N yeah like I told them, I go, you should really have a talk with your parents because they, <laughs> they wanted you to be a fighter because they wanted people to, to screw with you early with that name, Din. Yeah, no, no, I dude. know that experience. I like to attack my, my good friends I attack that are who aren't even here, like Longo, Dean, they're, they're all open game with me. <laughs> but listen, man, what, first of all, what are you doing in town? I am here for the UFC for this You weekend. are here for the UFC and who are you working with? I've been helping Poirier
2: get ready. Um Dustin Poirier
1: is fighting Jim and, Miller. He's fighting Jim Miller. Yeah. So shit, man. You better help him get ready. I mean, not for nothing. Those Miller brothers are killers. Dustin is too. Dustin's a like, Dustin. See that? See man, what he did? You see when I said, Christopher Doosey? You see when I said the Jim, the Miller brothers are, are, are killers? He just said, you know, so is Dustin. Is that what you're thinking? I'm I'm thinking Dustin is a killer of killers, man. Yeah, he is. He, he when he's on, he's on. I was there when he fought um. So, what's his name, Green? What's his name? Bobby Green. Bobby Green. Man, always, and
2: Bobby Green always talks shit. Bobby he, talks shit a lot. I trained with Bobby before, and Bobby, he yeah. gave me some problems in the gym. I oh, thought yeah. he was going to give give Dustin more of a challenge, yeah. but Dustin, Dustin was just, on that he night, just walked through
1: him, man. I saw that live, and that was great, because <laughs> cause this guy Bobby Green, he talks shit. But he talks shit, but then he comes back in with and a def- three-piece he, on you. Yeah, you know, he, he talks he, shit, and he backs it up. Yeah, so when he was getting hit, and when he was going down... Dustin was telling me, he was saying, you don't hit hard, you don't hit, (laughs) as he's like going down. So uh, I give, he definitely went out on his shield, but uh, that was a good fight for Dustin. But then um, he ran into a hard time when he just ran, he just, who who just? Michael uh, Johnson. Michael Johnson. I mean, listen, was was that after the Khabib fight? It was
2: No, that was no, before. That, that got, before him before got him that Khabib got
1: fight. him the Khabib fight. Yeah. That's yeah. right. So many freaking fights now. There's so many you good know? guys.
2: And I mean, think about 55. 55 has
1: always been a killer weight class, but Dude, I remember the, the 55 when uh there was no 55. When we fought When I was carrying it? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. No, that's right, man. When we fought, let, let's go back to that really quick. Yeah. Uh, we got some time. We got actor uh, Theo Rossi coming in later from, uh, you know, he's, he played Juice in Sons of Anarchy. he was uh, He's Shades and Luke Cage, the actor. You know yeah. who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Of course about. you do. We <laughs> talked about it beforehand. And we don't got to pretend like we described that sound <laughs> out. I'm just trying to make smooth for the show. The fact that I bring it up now is ridiculous. <laughs> that we talked about it earlier. You're so well, Hollywood, be, Matt. I'm out of my mind, dude. Why am I, this is why I'm made for this and like a podcast where it's loose. Then that Fox, Daniels work. And we're going to get to... I want to get to that, too, because you are you do great on that. Thanks, we'll get so to what we just met in a second. Let's talk about the Fox Annals work. You like that stuff, no? I like it a lot, man. You look at ease with
2: that. It's, it's fun because all you're doing is talking about the stuff you've been doing for the past 20
1: years. That's true. Yeah. Well, that's like what I do here. But I don't have somebody in my earpiece going, uh, wrap it up, wrap, wrap. <laughs> no, don't let and freak out. And I got ADD. I can't deal with that shit. If I had something in my... Like you know, Chris will like uh, sneeze, and I'll be like, well, "What the fuck are you doing? You're throwing me off." I like when somebody's in my ear, and I'm trying to get a thought, and they go like, like, like thirty or rap, or there's these certain there's, there's like little uh, code words, yeah, to, to, to try it, to yeah, they, get they, you they going. jump
2: in the air with these little things, and, and and at first for me it was it was a little bit it kind of put me under the gun. You yeah, it's like you hear that, and it's like, oh yeah. oh shit, I got I got to, I got to hurry up and finish Standard. what I'm saying. The, but like now it's like it's just like your coach in the corner, man. You, yeah. ju- you hear what he says, and it's like, yeah, I'll do that when I can.
1: Yeah, you know? that's good, man. I, I felt that I couldn't... And it's not about dropping band language, which I'm trying to do better with. I really am trying to watch myself because I don't want to just be a foul mouth monster. But it's, you know... But it's, it's so to, much fun. It is fun to, to say a fuck once in a while. But, uh, you know, that's why I think I'm better suited for here because I think it... Uh, it's just better suited for me. Oh, not, not that I'm less professional. Too. What's that? And your looks too. It's oh, I'm better suited in. for radio. You fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking and I'll see you bring it out to me. All right, listen. That's great. Listen, you're killing it with the you're killing it with the analyst work. I, I said that before, and I said and I said it to you off air too. Not the just try to buddy you up on air didn't i give you a text or something you yeah you, tweet did. Something? you did send me send me a text when I was a going, tweet and yeah. and yeah i get a lot of love from you matt I yeah i do good. dude we've listen when we first met we weren't so uh bosom buddy chris the producer yeah. oh really it <laughs> was funny let's go back to that the year was two. the year let's go back chris the producer it was let's go let's go back let's go way back chris the work with me here how far back could you...
0: Matt, how far back are you going to Let's
1: go way back to 2001. Whoa. And uh, let's... What happened? Now, Eve... Eve I got to fucking... There I gotta, you go. I'm, dude, I know the guy for 20 years. I, gotta, I, I just been calling the wrong name. Eve, you got the call. You got the call to fight me. You were already kicking ass and hook and shoot. You were the champion. I know because I studied the tapes. So you rearranging faces with your knees. Um, tell me about when you got the call for the UFC. It's like, you want me to fight Matt, Sarah? Come on, motherfucker. It's not about me. I'm (laughs) talking about your first fight. What did they say? What did Joe Silva say?
2: Nah, man. Um, that call was it was. It was we're all waiting. We're all waiting yeah. for that call, Espe- especially back then. You know, yeah, especially man. at our weight too. But when when I got that call, I was I was pretty excited. I would seen Joe at a bunch of different shows. When remember the UFC used to be in Louisiana a lot, especially yeah, before Zuffa picked them up.
1: So matchmaker Joe Silva, you knew him.
2: Yeah, I used to drive. Yeah. I used to go out there at all the fights and met him through Tito. When he gave me that call, I didn't expect it. Um, ah. And it just kind of blew up my. It just blew my mind, man. It was the it was the most money I was ever going to make in a fight. He offered me a three fight deal. Oh, dude. I was super excited, yeah. You know?
1: And it's hysterical because the most money we we really fought for nothing back then. But it was all <laughs> hey, listen. But it was so prestigious to be fighting in, in the biggest show, the biggest I mean, show, I mean, show in the world, UFC the best and pride. fight, best fighters on the planet. That that to me alone is just blows my mind yeah. that I got there. I definitely exceeded my my expectations. <laughs> With what I accomplished. But just to make it to that level, fighting the best fighters on the planet, it's kind of
2: a validating thing. You know what I mean? Of course. Of course.
1: And you. Like I
2: don't know, you came up here in, in on the East Coast, and you had a rep, man. You had a rep. You were the, one of the first. We were the first black belt, American uh, black belt, what under you, Henzo
1: Grace, under Henzo. Yeah.
2: And 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 that and, and Henzo. Hen, sorry, I gotta say yeah. this, man. Henzo, Henzo is the man. Of course. Of all the Gracies, <laughs> yes. Henzo is the man. And I've always said this. Yes. All those other guys, they always wanted special rules and this and that. And Henzo is just like, "You want me to fight? Who? When? Where? All right. This is what I want. This is how much money I want, and that's it. Henzo, that's all Henzo yeah. said.
1: Henzo's known for his guts yeah. for his for his for Hendo's his balls. The no Hanzo will fight anybody him. anywhere. People say it, but he's done it and he's fought back to back and he's fought and I mean forget about people forget about wanting more roles. I mean he fought literally no rules. I mean he fought oh. like uh, Eugenio uh Tadu, to do yeah uh, to in um when there was an all out riot in Brazil yep. and he got, like, stabbed through the cage. and it was, You know, Henzo's been through it all. I had him in here uh, at least two or three times. Henzo's great, isn't he? We're getting him back in here soon. He's the room. best. Yeah. yeah, he's he's, he's best, a man. That guy can just tell stories for ages. But, uh, yeah, so I was under Henzo Gracie, and you found out you're fighting the, a grapple. What would you say? What did you think? It's Just a guy that's going to try to get yeah, you to the wall? That's
2: all I thought you were going to do, yeah. I mean, and that's pretty all much I, all you did. That's all I, pretty much but, all <laughs> I tried to do back then. <laughs> you know what, though? The the thing about that, I, the, the problem with that is I was so afraid of your ground game, Uh, I remember hitting you with an uppercut and dropping you and I mounted you and I was like
1: I don't want to be here. Not full mount, but you were on top. My need, you like were, half, you were, half a You almost. were in position to definitely lay some elbows. Yeah, but I was. I'm like, so happy. I, I don't want to be here. Yes, it was, it was, I was so happy it was you the jumped worst off me. Always, of oh, I'm so happy you made that bad decision, Eve.
2: <laughs> I'm still upset about that, man. I love you, Matt, but I seriously
1: wish I would have smashed oh, your face. Oh man. man, let me tell you, Eve. I got to talk to you about something very important. Though. What's up, Matt? I don't know if you know this about me. I know you for what sixteen years. Yep. Yeah. 16 years ago. I always I always go commando <laughs> Yeah, I hope you didn't go commando When we were fighting No absolutely not Okay But listen I always do Until My friend Until I found me on these You know what me on these are Tell me about me Oh me on these are amazing Oh my goodness I don't want to even say underwear Because underwear I don't like the word I don't I don't wear underwear Even my wife at home, she's like, all right, you got to go out today. Do you have your MeUndies? I washed your MeUndies. They are the most comfortable underwear. Let me tell you what they're made from. Chris, the producer, do you know what they're made from?
0: I I do. They're made from Modal. And tell
1: me about how
2: soft that is. It's three times softer than cotton. Did you hear what he said? Three times softer. So, wait a minute.
1: Like... It feels like you're wearing a cloud or something? Uh, yes, it feels like it's like cotton. It's it, No, no. It's, it's better than cotton. I don't want to say cotton. When you think cotton, you think soft. I do think soft. But no, forget cotton. about that. Forget cotton. Yucky cotton. What it's it what is it made from? Model. Oh my goodness. I would have you touch my me on these, but I we're not. I'm not going to have you touch my me on these. I'm wearing them. But uh, let but me, me tell uh, Eve's. <laughs> Eve. <laughs> I am getting his name. <laughs> you get I know it for right. six. You should have corrected me literally 15 years ago about your name. But anyway, Valentine's Day is coming up. Do you know that? Do you, are you ever familiar? Do you know that? You got to study. Are you in a relationship? I am you married. You're married? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know your situation, buddy. You got to tell me these things. I don't know if you're a swinging single. You're a good looking guy. You could probably get some ladies. But I'm not. I'm a married guy, and Valentine's Day is coming up. So I, I tell my wife, listen, as a gift to you, I'm getting more me <laughs> I didn't say anything like that. But uh, listen, but heads up for Valentine's Day. It's February 14th, but don't panic. Get your heart on. Heart. Okay. okay. Get your, why are you looking at me funny? Because get your you heart on else. and show some love with me undies matching, undies.
0: Wait, matching his, undies. wait, they have his and hers, too. They have
1: his Chris the producer, am I lying?
0: No, of course they have his and hers. Yeah.
1: His his and hers what? Matching me undies. Thank you. Yeah. Well you can't you gotta finish the sentence. Listen to me. That's an important thing. Cause when I get my freak on with my wife, I like. The, listen, we can wear different costumes, but if we can be wearing matching me undies, <laughs> it's freaking exciting.
2: Okay, I, I just I just want to make sure that when she puts them on, she she says that she's wearing me undies and not what's the what's the fabric it's made of.
4: Oh, it's made of model. Yes. modal. Because
2: I don't want I don't want her to tell me she has modal in her in her pants, because well, that sounds like another black guy, and I don't like that. <laughs>
1: Actually pretty good. That's actually good. I wish I thought of that. I couldn't use that one though. But listen, all I gotta tell you is that, let me tell you a little bit about me on these. They're unbelievably soft and come in limited edition prints. Do you know that? No, I didn't. That means you're not gonna see these prints again if you don't jump on this,
2: Eve. I just want to jump into them. You just want to it.
1: jump out the window, don't you? You, you, you? All of a sudden, you're regretting coming in. I'm so happy you came in, buddy. Me undies has a special limited edition Valentine's undies. Oh, my God. I didn't even see. I'm just reading this now. I do not even know this. Which means you and your valentine can match. And yeah... It's as cute as it sounds. It's cute the way you're matching me undies with which which your with your better half. And then we're gonna walk. Could out you picture public me so my, see my? Oh, no, he's just getting right there. And if for some reason you and 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 your me undies aren't a perfect match, guess what? They give you your money back oh. and let you keep the first pair. I mean, they don't want that back anyway. I mean. There's listen. They offer free shipping and. off their first order. But you have to go to MeUndies.com slash UFC. Do you know where you have to go for these, Eve? MeUndies.com
2: slash (laughs) UFC.
1: MeUndies.com slash UFC, Eve Edwards. Anyway, (laughs) listen. So don't wait any longer. If Jimmy was here, he'd go, you silly goose. Don't (laughs) wait any longer, you silly goose. Jimmy was um, imitating me the other day. It's me imitating Jimmy. Jimmy's awesome, though. I miss him already. Go to MeUndies.com slash UFC right now for 20% off your first order. So it's funny because I was under such pressure. Uh, I lost my debut fight to uh, our, our friend Shoni Carter.
4: Yep.
1: and uh, and but, but I put on a nice display. It was a good... It got a... Uh, it put me... You like, were winning the, the fight until you... Yeah, I, I, throw, I showed like an aggressive style of yep. jiu-jitsu. To that point... Guys weren't going for Platas and this and that. The leg lock attacks I was going for that I used as reversals. There's a lot of shit that wasn't seen up until UFC 31 when I fought Shoney. And all to lose to a back fist. So I remember, and I remember this. It's funny with some things, certain things that stand out in your uh, in your memory. And uh, I remember this like it was yesterday. It was like in a full contact fighter or something. Some like magazine. It wasn't now like on the internet where you're reading shit where... But it was in a magazine, and it said something like, "and it was an interview with Eve's." And he goes, "I don't," and I was like, Still "Mentally, the ass. what's that, Eve?" <laughs> 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 that's gonna, I do. That's gonna be a hard thing to break. I'm gonna really do it. I swear. It's Eve, like, like, um, like Christmas, like Adam Eve. and Eve, yeah, Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve.
4: It's not. It's not hard. It's
1: just I gotta break the. Uh, the I always, to uh, break the habit. So um, I remember reading that Eve wrote that he's like, yeah, you know, I don't know all these people that are. Uh it's more or less it was that a predicting Sarah to win. He just got knocked out with like a ninja death touch. He said something like that. And it definitely sparked a response. I mean it this now look, I was yet to talk shit to anybody because one, when I fought on the smaller shows, it was wasn't even whatever. Nobody I yeah, it. nobody gives a shit. And two, Shoney, you know, we didn't, there was no banter back and forth or anything. It was just about getting in the UFC. So now I was like, kind of like mentally, I was like, man, I got to win this next fight. And I started watching fights of Eve and I saw him um, fight uh, Aaron Riley and get him in a tie clinch and just. I don't know if they were calling you the dentist for a while or something, but you, right? Yeah, that yeah one's I do right. remember that. Yeah, because he just, I think he busted up, broke his jaw, he messed up his face. He has a very, very devastating tie clinch. So uh, I remember being concerned. I'm like, yo, I got to win this. I don't want to be a guy that just goes in and loses two fights and he's out of the UFC. But then when I read he wrote that and said that, and again, he's probably just hyping up, getting himself up. I was fucking amped. And then I went back at him. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, because you, because um, you, I was studying fights of you, and then you got caught, which could happen, with uh, a Osato. Ruminosato. Yeah. yeah. And he got on your back, and that guy was strangling everybody <laughs> back then. So I said something back. I'm like, eh, yeah, this Japanese guy strangled the snot out of you. We were going back and forth, but that mentally got me where I needed to be. So I want to thank you for that. Because yeah. I believe <laughs> And then when we did fight, it was, again, it was right after 9 11. Yep. So uh, that's another thing that I, I said this before on here that put things in perspective too, because I'm like, look, worst case scenario, I do lose a fight. I do lose this fight. You know, I'm not having to jump out of a burning, be- you know what I mean? It made me look at things differently. So I'm like, I'm still a lucky guy regardless. So it kind of, it, it made me, it actually gave me a better mindset, if that makes sense. No, like, yeah, you know what I mean? I in the grand scheme of things, you know? So then when we finally fought, Ray Longo didn't travel with me because he was afraid to fly because he had young kids and it was a weird time back then, man. It was scary shit. Yep. You don't remember Christopher Ducia. You were in diapers. Now, how old were you?
0: No, I was in high school. All right, there you go. Yeah. You
1: were young. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so anyway, we ended up I went up going down there and uh <laughs> I, I I me and me and uh Eve started fighting and the first round he could switch from my stand up got a hundred percent so much better from then, but having said that, I am still happy I fought him the way I fought him, which was striking just to get the clinch. Yeah. I basically grappled over a striker because I was not sophisticated enough and I did not clock in those uh, I didn't clock in the time to to of, of rounds of sparring, uh, to stand with Eve back, Eve back then. I'm getting it better with Eve back then because I would have been fucking hurt and I knew that so. He could switch. He, he could switch back from and forth to from conventional. to Conventional is somebody here? Is he I saw Theo Yeah, I walked think Theo might have. Theo's here. Oh, there. dude, he we're gonna listen. In. We're gonna get back to this. Yeah, Cause okay. I know he's gonna come in. He's still, like settling in. So you guys, right, he's settling run, in. So I'll talk until he gets here. But we're <laughs> gonna definitely get back to this. Um. So I. So I remember. So he can go back and forth from conventional to Southpaw. So he went to Southpaw, and I was closing the distance pretty decent. But I went to close the distance, shitty. I didn't throw any punches or set up anything. And I went right to his striking arm. He hit me with a striking side and he hit me, his power side. He hit me with a short uppercut. I don't even know if it was short. It might have came from Guam. But I went right into it, right on my chin and laid me down. Jumped on me, Chris the producer. My dreams of winning a UFC fight were just about to disappear. Maybe forever. Like, can we stop right there? No, no, just leave. leave it? No, no, no. no what? Imp- <laughs> this is important. Well, you did drop me. That's good news. Yeah, no, that's the I great part. That's
2: all I want to remember. I don't want to remember the rest.
1: Thank goodness. Thank goodness. He was. I'm not gonna say, to going to say he definitely wasn't scared because the guy's a warrior. He's definitely a look at that face. Don't look at that guy's scared. Look at that scar on him. He's a dangerous guy. But I do. He was good. concerned. He was concerned with my ground game, so he jumped on me, and I was. I had birds on my head, and I wasn't making distance. I was kind of get my bearings and then he jumped right the fuck out and he waved me up like a warrior mm-hmm. thank goodness he did that chris i would have been fucked <laughs> i would have been out eve it was that close
0: so listen so i get back up but that is the smart thing to do though at that point even if he
1: no no he could have put me away ah, uh, it's listen but tr- maybe but you don't maybe, know that you maybe know? you know what
2: you know what really pisses me off about <laughs> it after <laughs> the fact is um it was after that you uh, took my back at one point and yeah. um you on my back and I was afraid for a minute, but I calmed down, yeah, shut it down, and I escaped. I slid down. And yeah. that's when that's twice, when I was twice like, you one yeah. time on all
1: fours I was going for yep. your back. And another time I had your back up against the cage and I slid down. Uh, Remember and, that? And, and and I mean if you're <laughs> on my back, a guy like you,
2: the guy that I was afraid yeah. of, I was like, if I can defend this. Yeah. then i should have just mounted him and you know what i mean let just yeah. anyway
1: let's talk about other stuff because that like so that's, that's that,
2: that makes me no sad and hurts no no we're feelings.
1: building up to where we're at now oh, so okay. anyway i and but when i got back to my feet holy dude i was when you when you get hit like that you could be in great shape but that could hit that that could take a, your energy bar and just all of a sudden it's in half so i remember just being up and what i did was just something a a fighter super green would do and i just threw a fucking high kick from guam and he just he, and i remember and it's the same i caught Shoni with a high kick nice i threw it and i telegraphed it so much eve just literally not even like he just like shook it like a, like put his <laughs> hands up and like like smacked it away and was looking coming at me like a fucking panther and i go oh my god i go up this is a long <laughs> this is a long night thank god the bell rang shortly after that I remember and,
2: thinking when you threw that head kick, I remember thinking. It's a matter of cute. time. Yeah, it was
1: cute. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> it was cute. Oh, it, no, in hindsight, it was pathetic. So I remember between rounds just sucking wind and being like, oh, this is a rough. This is rough. I, I think it was that uppercut that really did it. So then the second round, I started almost settling in. And it felt almost like sparring where I would go for some takedowns, lose them, but get back up. And it, I kind of got back into the game. And I, I basically went on takedowns. Let's be honest. Yeah, I went on takedowns. I got some takedowns in, and, and uh, position. Yeah, I got some. Yeah, yeah I got, got some position. Twice. I got some position. You landed better strikes, but you know it was definitely what a learning experience. And uh, again, thank you, my friend, for yeah. not yeah. elbowing me in the face.
2: Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> so then after that, and your next fight,
1: let's talk about your next fight. Who would you fight after that? I fought Uno after you. You I lost Uno. that fight also Oh man And this is amazing Because this is a guy That has a I mean How many fights you have a bunch of fights In the UFC And you beat many people yeah. But it shows you How some guys Can have like Well I mean look You fought a couple studs To begin with though I mean that's, you gotta yeah. give you A pass on the first two guys I had Uno uh, too though Uno's
2: I tough. had Uno At the end of
1: the first Or second round I had him God, I With forgot that, you with fought that Uno. choke You know what's funny It was so Oh That's right man That's The round. There ended was, it was, was so few of us Back then <laughs> As far as Excuse me, with the lightweight mm-hmm. like division. And, and you know what's funny? We fought at welterweight, but when yep. me and you both weighed in, we were both like 165 60 and 166 or something yeah. like that. It was something ridiculous. Without cutting weight. Nobody and I, rena- I weight. remember Joe Silva coming to me and being like, yo, dude, you should try to get to 55. And I never cut weight before. He goes, look, he, I, remember him, I remember specifically him, him telling me, he goes, Anderson and Silva is going to be coming over from Pride. This is before he was yep. Anderson and Silva. Yep. He goes, yo, he's going to be coming over from Pride. He's like 6'1", or whatever yep. he is. And he fights at 170. And yep. this was back in the day when he was probably fighting a lot lighter. Same so, weekend. You know, same
2: weekend, um, Dennis Hallman was fighting on that card. I think he fought yeah, Jens. And yeah. he was telling me, you, you should be fighting at 55. You're too small. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm, fighting at, I'm, I'm champ at 170 pounds. In yeah. And then I saw Sakurai. And I was like... He was a thick dude. That dude was huge. Was and and Anderson wanna... had just beat him. And I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I don't, I don't want any of that.
1: No, big dude, man. Yeah. Thick legs. Yeah. Sakurai.
2: I was standing you know? next to him and I felt like a child. So I was like, yeah, yeah 55 is where I'm going there. And then
1: you were, you were killing it at 55 for a while. Let's talk about the one after that.
2: After, after Uno. After Uno. <laughs> that was Jao No, who? Jao Perini? Oh wow, Oh boy! That was whatever that guy's the guy in prison or something. The
1: guy's in prison. All right, to touch little boy's peepees. No, oh, please. I don't want to talk about that. Look at Christopher Deuce; is like that's getting filthy. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's like the, he goes. Remember, you asked if we shoot this thing live. Anyway, that's why. So, huh? so anyway, your third fight was verse. What's his name? Perini. and that guy's away a, a in jail. Yeah. All right, and then and then that was good. Then you got in your winning ways. Yeah, that's when I uh, that's when I got comfortable. You started laying and people out. Yeah, I, I think I went. You a fucked good up run. some people, Eve. And then- Eve, dude, I'm gonna break it. I'm gonna break that. Why did you? It's you kind of your fault? You should have said something earlier, like 20 years earlier. I know you for a long time. I if just, you were saying you know, uh, you Mitch, your thing, Matt. Matt, whatever, Sarah. If you were saying something different, I go, Yo, Eve, yeah, man, it was, it was Sarah. <laughs> I don't know uh, he,
2: after, after a while You just get used to it And you let people yeah, Do what they're you gonna just, do. You just Like you're not the only one That calls me Eve.
1: Alright I I mean,
2: Dean but, gets it the worst my, my buddy my buddy says You know I call you Eves Because I wish There were more of you uh, who says that? <laughs> my buddy, Lynn. He's, he's this guy out in LA. Oh, he's yeah. a stuntman director. Dude named okay.
1: Lynn. He better be making no jokes. <laughs> 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 what a prick I am. <laughs> like a boy named Sue. <laughs> right. That's great, man. Now, tell me something. You do, What are you doing? Are you doing stunt work now? Uh, I'm doing stunt work. I
2: I decided that what? Uh, I was at acting 40, I, at 40 years old. I, I don't want to learn a whole new skill set to beat up my body. So, yeah. I, and I have my side card. So I was like, you know what? I need, to get in- I need to get into this acting stuff and work really? on the skills there. you live in LA. Now. I live in LA now. And I told Brian Callen this. I was like, you know, I want to I wanna get into that. And so yeah. what he says is, you know what, man? I'll coach you. I'll read with you. I'll teach you some stuff. Oh, and I'm like, shit. you know, that's like some kid, some athletic kid coming in the gym yeah. saying, oh, I, I kind of like this fighting stuff. And yeah. you or, or me or I Dean Thomas teach. or I Matt still, Brown still, saying, hey, yeah. I'll be your
1: private coach. Yeah, I still teach white so, belts. I'm
2: excited about
1: that, that man. That is awesome.
2: I'm going I'm, to grab, he's, he's going to get annoyed at me though. You know? But
1: why? Are you asking him like, are you guys like reading scripts together or what are you doing? How does, I don't even know how that works. When did you move? Wait, you were in Texas for a long
2: time. I was in Texas my whole American
1: life. Yeah. I was 15. And then when did, where did you, when did you went right from there to LA? I
2: went to Florida for like nine months, didn't like it, came back to Texas. And why? Then, what
1: did you like about Florida? Uh, besides Dean Thomas. What else did you like? <laughs> it's it's very
2: different in Florida, man. Well, I mean, it's yeah, a little. Know, right? It's not not very different, but it's it's pretty different from everywhere else. It's it's too it's too many old people in Florida. That, yeah, that, that, and that that it's a weird. It's just a weird environment. You know what's
1: funny? Longo told me there's a place in Florida, some old like senior development or something like that, has the biggest STDs around in the states. <laughs> I heard ever since Viagra, old, that people, those old like people get, get, get nuts and they get their freak on. on. Yeah. I think Longo. Longo. I'm going to send Longo there when he gets old. <laughs> there, there's a place. There's a
2: place a, that you drive by, and, and it's 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 a place where they all get to. I what is I it? Assume it's a, it's a big orgy house. What are you talking about? It, like it's a known orgy house that's been on this street for like longer than I possibly probably been alive. Yeah, that's what it is.
1: Chris, the producer. Eve Edwards, let me talk to you guys. I got, Valentine's Day is coming up. You know that. Yeah. yeah know. I'm nervous. I always screw up on Valentine's always, Day. Yeah. But not this Valentine's Day. <laughs> not this one. Not up in here. Listen, <laughs> I got... Listen, do you ever hear of books.com? Have I, you ever heard of books.com? No, I know My guy named Books. Like, well, I don't want to talk about him. Oh. I want to talk to... I want to talk right now about books.com because I'm excited about this because, again, like I told you, I'm not good at going out shopping. And I've tried to order stuff online before, and it, it's a circus. Let me ask you, have you ever sent flowers online before? Yeah, I've uh, sent flowers It's online. not a satisfying experience. No. I'll tell you right now. You are sucked in with a uh, $19.99 advertised price, and when you check out, it's $74.00. What happened?
3: Yeah, it's what like happened, renting the car.
1: Right? That's crazy. It's not right. And when the flowers arrive, they're not like at all like the picture. They're almost dead. I mean, what the hell? What, what am I ordering here? This is ridiculous. It's Valentine's Day. You know? Yeah. Those other flower companies are just middlemen jacking up the price you pay. Books.com offers a better way, Eve Edwards. You understand? Farm fresh flowers. Just say that 10 times fast. Farm fresh flowers that aren't cut until you order them. So they can last up to two weeks. That's awesome. That's what you want. These are the best quality flowers you can get. Additionally, Eve, listen up. This is important. Are you listening? I'm listening. I'm I'm still
2: stuck on that two weeks thing. Because if you get those two weeks of flowers, then every time you come home, you can point at those flowers and you look at your wife and just be like, huh?
1: Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. You know. Uh Bedroom. Uh Who's got the king? Yes. (laughs) Additionally. We provide transparent prices. No endless upsells and free delivery on weekdays when you register at books.com. Could you be a hero this Valentine's Day and save 20% when you order early? I'm could a, you? Yeah, absolutely. books.com. books.com. Our flowers sell out for Valentine's Day. So
2: don't delay. Wait, so this isn't just a New York thing. I could do this in LA. You could Let me
1: tell you, do this anywhere. Okay. Do it in LA. B O U Q S.com. Use code UFC for 20% off
3: books.com you're listening to UFC unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah rocket mortgage by Quicken and loans proudly supports UFC unfiltered when it comes to the big decision of choosing a mortgage lender it's important to work with someone you can trust who has your best interest in mind and with rocket mortgage you'll get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision don't waste time searching through stacks of paperwork. With Rocket Mortgage, you can securely share your financial info to get mortgage approval in minutes. You can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you get the mortgage solution that's right for you. Whether you're looking to buy a home or refinance your existing mortgage, you can lift the burden of getting a home loan with Rocket Mortgage. Skip the bank, skip the waiting, and go completely online at quickenloans.com slash unfiltered. That's Q-U-I-C-K-E-N loans.com slash unfiltered, an equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030.
1: All right, we got a guest coming in. This is awesome. Yo, what's up, Theo, man? How are you, brother? Matt, Matt Sarah. This is Eve Edwards, man. Jump on in, man. Let's make some room for uh, Theo. What's the
4: word, man?
1: How's everything, bro? I Go ahead, everything. man. Get those things on when you get a chance. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. And don't think I don't notice that 40 of ounce do. of water that I've been get reading that about. Before that. It's I, a got, 40. I got
0: about 2 hours left to get that in. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, I got to drink a certain amount of water every yeah?
1: day. Yeah, get, get get a little close. I want everybody to hear you. I
0: yep. want to hear yeah,
1: I want to hear about your adventure into your your selling your Forty ounce of water and all that kind of I stuff got 20s too. yeah I got water
0: for you if you want one There's now, one in now are you
1: recently getting on uh, a health kick or what is this because i've been reading you
0: doing marathons yeah 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 I who just, got you into that stuff so what happened was it's probably about 2010 i got this like i was gonna do this movie about uh crystal meth addiction called meth head oh. and at the time was back when maybe like 09, that CrossFit kind of cr- craze yeah. hit in. And I was just, you know, I played football my whole life, you know, high school, went to college, played football, and then wound up not doing it. But I got on this like, I'm going to get as big as possible kick. Ah. And it was kind of right when Suns had started. So I was like 213 pounds, like deadlifting, doing everything that I can do. On, on Suns, you were that yeah, big? Yeah, season, season two. That's people how don't know,
1: Theo was... Uh... Yeah. Juice on uh Thuns, on Sons of Anarchy, right? Yeah, Juice yeah, it was yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's I right. loved it. I got into that show late. I yeah, watched yeah, yeah, it. was yeah. already a hit, and me and my wife got into it. and We watched the whole the whole freaking series. Yeah. Loved it. People loved
0: were it. nuts about it. So um, unbelievable. Go ahead. So I got so for that movie, I had to be super like really skinny and all that. So I was yeah. like, okay, I changed everything. And the first thing I started doing was I started drinking a gallon of water a day. So 128 ounces. I was like, let yeah. me do that every day. Then I started running like crazy and I dropped down. I think I lost 43 pounds in like 12 weeks. And I got like super, I shot the movie at like 158 pounds, but it opened my eyes to the way I eat, the way my health was, how I was like everything I was doing wrong. And you felt better with that. (sighs) Like literally a million times better. So it changed everything. And it worked out on the show because come season four, at the end of season three, we had. Gotten, we went to jail for like a year and a half. So it worked where, oh, he's coming out of jail looking really different.
1: Ah.
0: So since then I've been, you know, not I just did the New York City Marathon. I did. Uh, and, you,
1: and you used to run when you were younger. You said you did football. Yeah,
0: but I never. I was never like a long no, distance. I was more. No, it was more like forty yard dash. Like it was yeah. just. Yeah, I wasn't like. Sprints, sprints. Yeah, I was hating when they made us do like miles and stuff. I That's hated crazy, that. That's yeah, crazy, It was more sprints. Cause you're
1: more. You're my age. What are you? Forty one.
0: Forty two. No, I'm gonna be. I'm forty one. be forty two yeah. in June.
1: And you're running, dude. Uh, Eve, my my knees are shot. From all the from all the from all the training camps we've been through, I mean, running hills, running stairs, my knees are shot. I, I sound like an old hen. I come on here, I talk to Jimmy Norton about doing the elliptical. I'm like, yeah, I did the elliptical. I'm still doing jujitsu a lot.
0: Yeah, and I want to talk about that because Theo, yeah.
1: Theo, I heard rolled with Boyz uh, Grace. Yeah, for a long time. Uh, yeah. Talk nice. to me about
0: that. So he was a huge fan of Sons. Yeah, uh, um, and he kind of approached us, you know, really wanted to come to set. I had met him at uh, uh, one of the uh, tournaments, one of the grappling tournaments. Yeah. Um,
1: and what were you doing at the grappling tournaments?
0: You just went to you know see it. That was when I think Rogan was there. Everybody was there. Uh, Chael uh, was there. This oh, one was that the Metamoris? The The Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's right. Because I think I saw uh, the what's his name, Jack Teller. Yeah, we, the, were, yeah <laughs> we were. Yeah, we were all buddy. there.
0: Yeah, oh, excellent. So then Hoist, you know, just super into the show, um, brought him to set and. You know, we started talking. Now, that's when I started watching back in the day was ah. Tank Abbott, you oh. know, chemo. So you're old school, fan old, school. So yeah, you, yeah. Like you old school. Yeah, yeah. Like super old school since then. But the reason I started watching it is I moved out to L.A. in 99 with all my best friends. We had no money, no nothing. So we had to get jobs right away. So I was a busboy in a restaurant. One Some of my friends were security. Obviously, I wasn't security. I was too small. So I was doing like everything. Busboy, waiter, and bartending. And it was this restaurant that's still there on, on Sunset. And all these guys came in. And the people who were security at the time, they were like, if those guys get in a fight, we're not, we're not doing anything. And I was, like, <laughs> I was like, why? Who are they? And it was like Frank Shamrock. It was Chemo, yeah. It was Tank. It was Hoist. And they had just come from uh, some kind of whatever event. Everybody's partying. Everybody was whatever. I started watching then because you know i started seeing everything and yeah. then and then uh one thing led to another everything is where it is now everything's yeah. changed so dramatically but it was it was uh i've been a fan since so when i met Hoyce and he was like yeah come to my house and we'll train in the garage i was like oh that's some old school stuff right? this yeah. is crazy garage yeah yeah <laughs> <that's great>. <laughs> And he's the first person to put me out coldly. You know? Nice. You, did it. Uh, you learned some armor? Yeah. You right right on. On, have yeah. you trained since? You like- Yeah. So I was training with him, but I was boxing forever. I'd always boxed. Uh, forever. Are you belted? Do you have a belt? No. Oh. No, no, no. Just uh, ever since my kid, I've stopped pretty much everything. How old your kid? My like, kid is 20 months old.
1: Oh, good for you. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's I'm, what, I'm, they're still they're so
2: awesome at that age. Yeah, yeah. He's
0: he's amazing. Ever since then, I've kind of and making the move back to New York. I have all these other businesses, all this. So running has become my main thing. I'm lucky enough, you know, super fortunate. I have a gym in the house with heavy bags, speed bags, all the different things. So I work out pretty much on my time now yeah. to do that. And I just run when I can. And like I said, I just ran the marathon. I just ran the Empire State Building a couple of days ago. Yeah, I top heard that. To bottom you bottom stairs. to top. Yeah. Damn, man, look at you. Up and down. No, 86 floors from the bottom up. I uh, did in 18 minutes, 50 seconds. It was. It was easily... Uh, as crazy as this sounds the marathon's super hard that was one of the physically hardest challenges i've ever done because there's no circulation of air within the stairwells yeah right
1: yeah Is so you just there, are hot?
0: humid hot and you just feel like almost like hypoxic like if you jump yeah. out of a plane you're like <gasps> did you take the elevator down or I did, th- I, <laughs> did i take the elevator i did take the elevator on, down yeah it. i did i did no i took the elevator down so uh, <laughs> training with hoist was you know super highlight and then i trained throughout a couple of different people you know when we we're in la and uh different culture out there glazer's a really good buddy of yeah, mine he jay has the gym Glazer. out yeah, there I, out
2: James sometimes. I live out there now too oh you do yeah, yeah. jay
0: i've known jay since jay had hair when he was uh, <laughs> oh, interviewing uh, he used to come i went to albany school uh university in albany and he used to come to albany to interview he was a local like news guy that's how he became friends with uh Michael straight hand and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you yeah. from originally? stand out Oh
1: wow! And you went out to to L. A. with dreams of being an actor. Yeah. Well, good for you. Look how <laughs>
2: worked out. Eves,
1: Eves, Eves, uh, this stuff? I, I gotta I
2: gotta pick his brain and all of this. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've gotten uh, into film through through my sidecar through fighting for sure. Um, for the movie. War, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and I'm out there now and I'm doing stuff. I know I all about. Matt, I um. I can't. I don't want to put my forty-year-old body through a whole new thing of getting hit by cars and whatnot. So totally different, to but yeah, cause you're but totally stunt different.
0: Stunt yeah. work is is very different. I mean, for someone like me, and especially coming from two physical shows like Sons and Luke Cage, it's like you do, we do as much as we can. It's nothing compared to fighting. You're putting yourself. It's more. It's almost like dancing in a way. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's yeah. more like that kind of falls, yeah. How, how to, to take, take it. Jump how to car. take the punch. How to take whatever. Yeah. Now. Don't get me wrong. I've seen some, you know, stunt guys get, get wrecked, get right? pretty wrecked, yeah. you know, get pretty wrecked. But again, it is. But right now, this it's such a hybrid. A lot of stunt guys, you know, are acting and acting and stunt. So it's just a benefit. It's another tool in your toolbox. So you'll you'll be you got to leg up on everybody. A lot of you
1: know what I notice. A lot of like
0: fighters want to do the acting, and a lot of actors want to be like a fighter. Without a right doubt. or wrong? Is that? I'm yeah. not saying yeah. that, that's yourself, but no. do you notice that? Uh, I mean, I think personally, I mean, I don't care what level you reach as an actor. I think that maybe it's me growing up in the way I grew up with the Tyson era and Rocky and, you know, and growing up in that. And again, seeing guys like, you know, Hoyce and all that. I think that you felt, especially in New York, if you grew up in New York, you always felt that was your hero type. That was your archetype. As much as you loved Brando and all those guys, (laughs) They were TV tough guys and these were real tough guys. Yeah. That was a very big difference. It's why I'm such a huge supporter. You know, I have a couple of military charities. It's like, you know, when I'm, when I'm with SEAL team guys or Rangers or stuff, those yeah. are guys that are really doing it and it's then happy. I'm out there playing it. Yeah. That's the difference. They want to be yeah. actors and I'm like, I would love to be on a black Hawk. Yeah.
1: You're like, this is so manly. Right. Or, or else <laughs> you guys are fighting in a cage. Yeah, no, it's a different thing. So it's
0: different, but it's funny. A lot of fighters, you know, want to be actors. I think that if you have the discipline, because I think that they're similar in a way. I think that if you have the discipline to be a fighter, you have the discipline to figure out the game of acting. They're similar, but,
2: but the, the rules um, and the, the techniques for acting, mm-hmm. I think, is what, is what a guy needs to learn. Because like, we'll wrap it out. We'll just constantly wrap it out mm-hmm. all day and then get better, get better at the skill. From Same just thing repetition. with acting. So, but, but we have to learn the skill. We have to learn the techniques. Yes. And that's, that's where I'm at. I'm trying to learn techniques.
0: Once right you now. learn that technique, once you learn that there, sometimes the technique is there is no technique, because mm-hmm. being, it's crazy as it sounds, and the one thing I think, I think one of the most, as it's, it sounds weird, as an actor saying this, like one of the most repulsive things in the world is to listen to an actor talk about acting. I just think it's <laughs> utterly ridiculous. <laughs> but in that, in that sense, some mm-hmm. of the, as it, an acting is emulating <gasps> life. And in life, you don't think about everything you're doing. You just do it. You don't come in here knowing what you're going to say. You don't walk out that door knowing what's going to happen. The problem with acting is you have to erase the fact that you know everything that's about to happen. That sounds like fighting. (laughs) Exactly. There you
1: uh, go. And I wonder what the drive is with the, uh, and maybe I should ask you, what what the fighters that want, is it the attention or is it the prestige of being a...
0: a, It's conquering something. uh, A movie guy?
1: it's, it's it's, It's...
2: being good at something mm-hmm. else, you know, it's it's yeah. weird. it's weird because as a fighter, there's a there's a a, a trophy, there's something that, yeah. that 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 can tell you exactly where you are in the lineup. Yeah. As an actor, there's really no. I mean, yeah, you can get these awards, you can get an Emmy, you can get a uh, not a Grammy. What's the other one? Uh, Academy awesome. Award, yeah. an Oscar, but. There is no. This is the best guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, maybe the box office or whatever. Well, maybe but for that week, yeah, exactly. But, but not that, all but the time. It's just a skill. It's a skill, and and to 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 be recognized as a master of a skill, I yeah. guess. I think that's that's a big deal. To I
0: me. had no intention ever in my life of being an actor. I didn't start till I was late, till I was twenty four. I had no intention. Oh, really? My life was very different, very different. I have, you know, my whole past is relatively shady at best you know and (laughs) you were gonna go down a bad path i I was i was on i was on i was driving on the bad path What i was i loved the bad path yes you know yeah and it was someone legitimately told me i couldn't do it oh what do you mean now like they were like they were like like, it's the hardest thing in the world you're not gonna be able to do it and when i hear something oh as far as the act yeah when i hear that i get like yeah. Tell me I can't do something and I'm doing Shh. it. Good thing they
1: didn't say, yo, I don't think you could uh, do this shady shit anymore. You'd be yeah. like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you watch. You <laughs> watch. I'll be doing I'll be 10 to 15 in, uh, next year. Next <laughs> office. <laughs> yeah.
0: But it's like, it is that. It's like, it's the same thing with all my, you know, you know now we have our production company, we have our water company, we have all this. It's, to me, it's never been about, it's not as crazy as it sounds. It's not about the money. It's not about the fame. It's not about that. It's about setting goals and achieving them. Yeah. I think that's fighting as well, yeah, I would believe.
2: absolutely. Absolutely, I mean, that's when, especially when you have an opponent, that's the goal, and you have a, you have a new opponent every few months or whatever, you have a new goal, and, and even when you don't have that opponent, there are skill sets, the best guys anyway, you remember yeah. this, that when you know where you're at, then you know what you need to do to get better. You know the holes that are in your game. These are the guys that have all that. These are the guys that become champions or are ranked fighters. In the Which UFC. is why you learn
0: more from losing than you do from winning. It's yeah. the same in acting. I mean, I walk off. I, I've had you know bad performances. I've had ones that I'm okay with. Never anything that I've been like that's the one. But I learn way more for the ones where I analyze it after and then go, hmm. So for me, especially being a tremendous MMA fan since yeah. my whole life, it's like I watch guys like. Connor take the loss to yeah. Nate, yeah. why did that loss, that loss did not nearly affect him like Ronda's loss affected her. Well, why is that? It actually made him, I think, more popular and a better fighter. Well, the thing that
1: you have to give him full credit, whether you're a fan of Conor McGregor or not, the thing you have to give him full respect for is the fact that he wanted that fight again, yeah. immediately, mm-hmm. at yeah. the same weight, and he just got choked. He just got choked. He just got, he had to say uncle in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. He's a proud dude. So for him to step back in there, and if that would have happened again, it would have been devastating Mm -hmm. for him. I think so, So too. So for him to put himself back in the line of flying like that is something to to be said. But that's what you you want as a
2: fighter, especially when when you've been stopped, when you've been taken out of your element and, and made to quit. Yeah. Then you want that challenge again
1: because it's like, no, I'm supposed to be better than that. I'm so happy you didn't follow up after that uppercut. I'm sorry, we fought. Well, we have to go back. No, to that. No, I just like to break his balls. We fought in 2001, <laughs> and he dropped me with an uppercut. And, uh, I always break his balls because um, you know, I was known for my jujitsu, and he got right on top of me and he jumped out because he was he thought maybe I was gonna get him in something. I had birds around my head. I ended up getting up and winning a decision, but. <laughs> I like that. We've been talking about this for thirty minutes now. Theo. And like, I like to break his. You, wanna want, again, no, you want to fight again, Matt? No, him? I don't. Listen to me. I I will never give you a rematch. I have that win. <laughs>
0: that's I it. Like that's it. Yo, you can't I like go break. back in.
1: He's a buddy. I like to break his chops. <laughs> You're
0: supposed to. But when I see with that, with like the way people like handle their loss, that kind of to me is that's everything about yeah. life. That's, and that that's and right. that's and that's what's kind of what I'm watching now in the fight game is watching the way people like the way dom you know yeah. i've known dom forever the way dom hand you know with gobrant yeah, you know that oh, with dominic dom cruz, cruz yeah. yeah the way that's kind of going and hey. then it's interesting right now i think fighting as crazy as it sounds i know there's everybody's like oh there's there's no superstars and it's all this and it's all that it's like i think it's better than it's ever been because it's I wide agree. open right now
1: i agree yeah. and wide i think there's superstars i think there's has there's people that put on performances that are that are amazing. But it's funny you said that because the great Ray Longo, my trainer,
4: mm-hmm.
1: he often says, he goes, The cage is the truth. Like the ring is the truth. Like there's certain guys that could just, you could just, how they act in there, taking cheap shots, doing this, doing that, or. It's how they. It, it just is like a projection of how they are in, in life. In reality, yeah, yeah, in real life, and, and it is
2: crazy. You get to, especially as a fighter, in the gym, in a fight itself. You can see a guy and you can know exactly who he is. Like you said about Conor, um, the fact that he took that loss and wanted to get back out there. You see, that tells me who that guy is. You can, you can, you can take all the talk and all the... At that way. weight, at
0: that weight class too. At, yeah, you at know, the it's same weight. Yeah, it's like, let's do that again. The right. same
2: way we did it the first time. He's know? not
0: saying, let's go lower, let's no. go this. And I think that, you know, listen, from all the guys I know, all the guys, and I've, and I've been friends with, you know, Uriah and, you know, all those guys for a long time. It's it, who they are usually outside of it is usually what you're seeing, inside from what i've seen as a as a fan looking you know and as a friend but at the same time it's kind of changed a lot because what people are starting to see is oh if i'm more verbose and loud if i'm this i might get more money i get my my, i get more recognition and you're watching people maybe become who they're not yeah That's, that's that's a good point and but it either works or it doesn't. You either have that it
1: factor or you don't. That's true. And that's a rough thing because same a lot thing. of you can't yeah, there you go. A lot of people can't no matter how loud they get, it just it's not gonna be the same as Connor doing it. There's certain people that just stand out. Rhonda, Rhonda, they could say, Oh, she's not a good sport, or she's this or she's that. Hey man, she had that it factor. She still does. Yeah. I mean,
0: there, but she's always been like that. Yeah, she exactly. didn't change who she was. Exactly. She walked to the ring that way. That was her entrance. This is who she was. That's, it. that's who she was on in interviews. This is she didn't change who she was. It just got exposed by a better fighter and that and then everybody went, "Oh, but this is wrong and that's wrong." It's like, "But yeah. she's always been like that." Yeah. You can't yes. knock her. You didn't knock her when she was winning all the time exactly. like that. Yeah. So know. that's the big difference. So Uh, But again, I think it's the most interesting time in every division right now. Um, And
1: and you still watch.
0: Yeah, as much as I can. If my son... No, I watch every single one.
1: Yeah, No, it's rough when your kid's that small.
0: I just missed... The only two events I've probably missed recently, I just... But when I say I miss it, he might be in my arms. I didn't see it live. I'm on Sportacular. I'm on the UFC app, like literally watching Korean Zombie. Oh, he just came. He just won. Okay, that's Uh, great. Or, you know, uh, oh, BJ. Oh, okay. I didn't want to see that. This, you know, and it's like stuff like that so but yeah I watch every single event I'm, I'm excited for uh, for what's going on right now I'm excited to see what happens in the heavyweight division right now you know it's funny a fight
1: that uh, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, well you know the champ Stipe right? of course yeah. one of my, I've, I've yeah. known
0: him I met him when Chris won when yeah. Weidman won yeah. I don't know, I think they're in the same camp, or they, they were friends. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 very yeah, yeah. friendly. Yeah, very friendly. Yeah. So that was the first time I met Stipe. I knew yeah. he was lethal with his hands from...
1: Yeah, he's a dangerous dude, man. Especially a heavy in heavyweight uh... But JDS, yeah, but I love
0: JDS. I love Junior. Yeah, he's <laughs> fighting, <man. laughs> he's I love fighting him.
1: Junior DeSantos. Throws the, kicks uh, like a lightweight, <clears throat>
0: you know. On May
1: 13th, Yeah, it's going to be in Dallas, Texas. That's wild, man. That's a wild fight.
0: It is because no. you look what JDS has been through yeah. in the last couple of years and everything that he's been through that if he wins, like he was yeah. great when he was the champ. He's like a great champ and yeah. he's that guy. But again, how long do you sleep on Stepe? He keeps knocking people out. Uh, he, keeps... I mean, he, he has a diverse skill set at heavyweight also though. Yeah. I mean, there's,
2: there, like, there's not a lot of heavyweight grapplers, um, but his wrestling... That that counteracts guys like Verdoom and those guys mm-hmm. there, um, but his striking is really on point, and that wrestling skill, that wrestling set that he has. That just—that's the biggest, most important part. I think to I mean, MMA. He looks so much
0: smaller. He like looks he, smaller yeah, than he everybody. He looks like a two hundred twenty pounder. That's what I'm saying.
1: Well, I mean, this, I, I believe this one's gonna be decided on its feet. I can't see yeah. these guys looking to take each other down. And not to mention, uh, Junior, JDS is yeah, hard yeah, he, to he, take he, down. And he doesn't look to <clears throat> excuse me to really put the, to his opponents down. Yeah. He likes to with his hand. Yeah. I has. mean, dude, he, the guy took out Mark Hunt on his mm-hmm. feet. That gives you some confidence.
0: His uh, kicks are, his kicks are crazy
1: yeah. too. Nah, no, yeah, that. man. No, no, he, listen, he's a dangerous dude. That's a great matchup. That's yeah. That's a fantastic matchup. I, I
0: was, I was wondering if that was going to be the matchup, you know, cause yeah. there was other ones that they could have set, but that's, it's a great fight I'm, I'm a big I'm a huge Kane fan Kane's oh, yeah? my, my son's name Kane K-A, oh, but yeah. K-A-N-E yeah oh, I'm a big Kane Velasquez fan
2: oh man that's but, a fight that I'm really excited to see one day Kane uh, and, uh, and Stipe
1: well I was so happy yeah, yeah. I, I remember he was um, just recently he was supposed to fight um, Verdum again and I was really looking forward to that did you see that fight mm-hmm. Verdum versus, uh, mm-hmm, versus Kane mm-hmm. and uh, oh, it was painful for you are <laughs> you that much no of I mean it. Kane
0: no. that whole yeah. high altitude thing yeah. and you know I mean no. He He's, you know, Kane, Kane, I think, is one of those guys, I almost say, like, John, you know, Jones. It's like, yeah. he won't get beat unless something happens. Like, him as a yeah. fighter, like, he's going to beat himself. Yeah. Somehow, I've always felt that yeah, way. I have thought he's the,
1: uh, had... let oh, I me mean, listen, this talk about the altitude, because we never saw uh, Kane breathing heavy ever. Never. That was one of his biggest... His, he was known
0: for his tank before anything.
1: But I will say that, as far as matchup goes, you know, stylistically... Verdum's the now Kane is a worst matchup because for probably the rest of the whole division but Verdum I feel is the worst matchup for Kane if that makes sense to you Mm -hmm. because Verdum is good at neutralizing his strikes he's he showed that he could stand up with him and, and mm-hmm. that, that he could actually take his punch. Mm-hmm. And, that, and But the thing, biggest thing with Kane is that he has volume. Is if it's not working standing up, he'll burn these big guys down because he'll get them down. Verdum yeah. doesn't give a crap about getting taken down. You're going to put him down, he'll, he'll fight it off yeah. a little bit and then just go down. Where he, has to, he When he's on his back... He's like a 135
0: pound guy. He's yeah, still defending. Yeah, yeah. And how much How much do you think that has to do with his camp and like him training with DC? And like, how much does that have to do with that, you know, because his wrestling skills and like getting taken down and his like, he doesn't ever get taken down, right? Kane? Yeah. yeah. Kane never gets yeah. maybe, maybe in the gym. Maybe in the maybe. gym. Yeah, how much well, did it have to do with who you're training with? Well,
1: I, I believe the thing is, I think Verdoom's a hard guy to, to train for as far as. With his style, because big guys don't move like that on their back. Yeah, Mm. and it's very
2: hard to get someone that size to bring someone in the gym that can mimic that. Even
1: if they could do it standing up, uh, he's so good on his back for a big guy. Probably, like, a guy his size, I can't really think of somebody else that moves quite like him on his back. I mean, he really moves like a little guy. I mean, look, he finishes, look at the guys he finished off down there. uh, Notably, he's Fedor, you know what I mean? He's just, he's dangerous down there. And the fact that he's so comfortable down there takes away one of Kane's uh, most dangerous tools. It's just getting guys down and working them over. Mm-hmm. Even guys that are good in jiu-jitsu like Bigfoot. Yeah. He'd get them down and just start beating
0: them up from half guard.
1: Can't do that. He can't do that with Verdum. It's so different. that's why I was so interested in seeing that fight again. I was so bummed out when it got up. Uh,
0: this is still going to be a pretty... This, this yeah. Like I said, I think with the heavyweight division, it's kind of wide open right now. There's a yeah. lot of good fights there. I mean, obviously, we all know... The situation in light heavyweight division has got to nah. somehow work itself out. At one thing, I'm a big Rumble fan, uh, but I just I'm a regardless of anything. I'm just a huge John Jones fan. I just think like uh, technically, watching as a fighter when you watch a guy like that, it's almost like a freak. Like you're watching yeah. him and you're just like ah, John this, Jones. Yeah, yeah. The el- the elbows, the ki- like yeah. the Gustafson fight was like one of the most exciting things I'd ever seen. Yeah.
1: That was exciting. I I saw that. No, I was in a... I don't know what I was doing in Toronto, but I remember watching it in a bar in Toronto being I mean, like, whoa, man, this is like." <laughs> yeah. Cuz that's the first time a dude's like, "Man, give him give him hell." Custisen you know? is one of those
2: guys, man. He um he just he shows up for like a fight like that, the fight with DC. You expect I really expected John to walk through him. I kind of expected DC to do the same thing wrestling-wise. Mm-hmm but then Gustafson just shows up and, Man, he shows and up. He's, he's 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 a difficult guy to deal with.
1: I mean Anthony Johnson took him out, but like, that part like But Rumble Johnson is probably <laughs> the most <laughs> dangerous fighter in the opening seconds of a fight yeah, in, well, the whole, UFC, in the whole UFC because you're going to get Yeah, because he's so explosive. I mean, I don't know if he's been on the VersaClimber. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he's doing the Empire, <laughs> no. the Empire State Building but, stairs. He gets winded sometimes. But, uh, but his strength. Oh, my out. goodness. No, he's blasting people. Yeah. And that guy used to fight at 170. Yeah. Anthony I, Johnson.
2: We spent a summer together in Pittsburgh working on that movie Warrior. Yeah, um, yeah. Myself, him, and Nate Marquardt. We trained together. Were you the whole in that time. movie? Yeah, only for a second. You what needed like you? a DVD play and a pause button to see me. But... Take, could you take a picture a of that? Such a
1: great and movie. Send it to me? I want
0: to know. <laughs> Tom got jacked up for that movie. Yeah. He was in some shape. A lot of people. Dana didn't like that movie. I liked
1: it. I thought me it was good. It was a good movie. I, I thought Frank Grillo like was
0: good. I thought everybody was good in that you movie. Know, uh, you know why? I think. I think the reason I liked it so much is because it's hard to do MMA right on screen yeah boxing yeah. you can we've all seen rocky we've all seen him a hundred times oh, you can over exaggerate those mm. punches and it's yeah. like everybody's getting hit a hundred times where if that was real they would be out right. and yeah. have concussions yeah. and be whatever and creed i think still did that thing where the punch sounds yeah. it's hard to do that in mma movie because the guys would be rolling on the floor for yeah. half of it if a guy gets tagged exactly. he's out usually yeah you, know, you can't do that in a movie because and they can't have a movie with guys you know on the floor rolling the whole time yeah yeah it could
1: take away but I think they did that one alright was was
0: I really thought they, they, they did, did it really, did really well. well like really well
1: I'm surprised I didn't go over too big I went to the premiere of that it was before it's time Yeah. right is that what it was yeah if it yeah. came out
0: now it would do a lot better it it Agreed. 100% right? 100%. Agree.
1: 100% give that one a shout out we'll have to do a movie minute of that next time yeah, uh, do I'll a run it down we'll
0: you're listening to UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Serra are you in between
1: jobs looking to earn some extra cash? Want to get an extra $500 bonus? Well, have we got a gig for you. Lyft is the ride-sharing app that lets you be your own boss, pick your own hours, and earn up to $1,500 a week driving your own car. There are other ride-sharing apps out there, but Lyft treats their drivers right. It's a flexible way to make extra money anytime, from nearly anywhere. All you need is a car. Lyft drivers can make up to $35 an hour, and getting started is just a tap away. You can drive mornings, nights, weekends, just flip into drive mode and start making money. Plus, Lyft drivers can earn tips right through the app. Those add up fast, Chris the producer. Do you realize that? I absolutely do. And you don't have to wait days or weeks to get paid. You can cash out instantly once you've made $50, thanks to ExpressPay. It all adds up. Driving with Lyft is super flexible, allows you to keep 100% of your tips, and is always there when you need extra cash. Sign up today at lyft.com slash unfiltered. And right now, Lyft has a special offer for our listeners. You'll get a $500 new driver bonus after you complete 100 rides within 30 days. Go to lift.com slash unfiltered today so you can start making extra money and get your $500 new driver bonus. Limited time only. Restrictions apply. That's lyft. L-Y-F-T dot slash unfiltered. Lift.com slash unfiltered. Listen, while you're here, come on, tell me about your your, your water company, what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, so, so what happened was, you know, <laughs> We were doing our thing and I'd moved back to New York and we started doing, you know, Luke Cage and all that. And I was doing this movie that they actually just released a trailer for, Low Riders, that comes out May 12th. And while I was on the set in LA, knew I was moving back to New York. I'm still at this point training every day, doing everything. And I had this moment where I was like, because I travel so much and I want to drink a gallon of water every day. Like I, I need, you know, OCD of like, I have to drink gallon of water. So every morning I fill up a glass gallon of water. If I'm home, it's easy. If I'm yeah. if I'm in my area going to meetings, it's easy. I fill up yeah. my thing and I have it. But when you're traveling on planes, it's like sixteen point nine, thirty three point this. What yeah. am I at? What is this? So I'm sitting on set. We're doing this movie, Lowriders. Hundreds of extras. It's the final scene in a film and. All the extras are, it's this big, you know, low-riding thing between me and my dad, and all the extras have 40 ounces, because it's East LA, it's, you know, it's the culture, it's what yeah. we're doing, and they have, you know, there's brown paper bags over them. and because it's 113 degrees in in LA, they're literally putting water in these 40 ounces, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, that's really interesting. Then I'm sitting there with everybody on the show, on the movie, and they're talking about my production company, my a movie that we had just made had premiered at Tribeca, um, And I had all these other kind of things going on. And I was like, it's so boring, again, listening to people talk about Hollywood. It's so ridiculous. It just makes me like, I don't know if it's where I'm from. And I totally was joking around. And I said, you know what? I said, my new venture is the coolest thing. I'm so excited for it. I said, the new venture is I'm doing an ounce water that just makes water even in ounces, like a 40 ounce or a 20 ounce or a 30 ounce. I was totally kidding. And somebody who was there goes, that's a brilliant idea. That would be really cool. It is actually. And I said, hold on one second. I said, I'll be right back. And I ran to the bathroom and I called my business partner and I was like, I have this idea. Don't let me forget it. I just, I think we got something here. And literally flew back to New York. Uh, That was less than a year ago. And now we're in three states, 500 locations. We're about to go national. Um, And it's basically about like, Michelle Obama does 92 ounces. Her drink up campaign, eight to 10 glasses a day is 80 ounces. So if everybody's different, 80 ounces is kind of a good roundabout amount of water. You've never heard somebody at the end of the day say I drank too much water today. The thing is people don't drink enough water. Mm. So we're just encouraging people. You know, it's the whole thing is like making healthy habits easier. We're encouraging people to drink more water. And because we live in a society where everybody's Instagramming their food and their drinks and what we have is an extension of us, Why do people buy Fiji over Poland? It's because they feel like they're a little more bougie if they drink Fiji as opposed to Poland. So with us, it's like we're we're one of the waters that kind of lives in both worlds. It's super cool to have with you and at the same time to help water that's serving a purpose where it's like encouraging you to drink more water. So the little jail things on the thing, if you drink this, you got one more of these, you get your 80 ounces for the day. When you got the 20, you drink four of those, you got your four twenties. And that's why people are responding the way it is, and it's just blowing up everywhere, and it's really exciting. It's kind of cool.
1: Let me tell you, as a former cage fighter, let me tell you, it's like ugh, how much water? I I would, I wish this was around when I was fighting. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. But let me tell
1: yeah, you. Absolutely. Right. I mean, with my bladder though, just, I mean that's so much water.
0: Yeah, you're like, gonna be, you're gonna be hitting the bathroom. Oh a lot. man,
1: I used to drink over a gallon a day when I was training, and. Um, yeah. I used to, listen, I'm married now, three little girls and I can't do Congratulations. this now. Thank you. And uh you know, I, I used to I you know, I was a single guy for a long time and mm-hmm. when I was fighting, I used to drink so much water that I used to have to it used to interrupt me when I used to try to take a nap to get my Yeah. Brother. So I used, to, I used to get an empty gallon. I don't. Want, I, I don't even know why I'm saying this. Theo's gonna run out after this. But I used to look at me. <laughs> Eve's gonna fucking unfriend me on Instagram. But anyway, so I used to. I, I used to get up all the time, and he used to mess me up. So I used to like roll over when I'm napping and have an empty bu- uh, gallon of uh, water or whatever, and just piss in the jug. Hey. And I used to do that. You gotta do what you gotta do. And then I got used to doing that. Chris, the producer. This is the problem. Yeah, and then later, and then you fast forward. When I got married, because my wife's old school, even when, you know, Italian, so even when we were engaged, she wasn't allowed to sleep at my house, so we never really lived together, you know? So when we finally got married... I was still doing it. I was just so used to doing it. I, I'm an animal. You are an animal. Look feels yeah, like. Bad. This is disgusting. There are but, some things you have to change. Yeah, so when then you finally, get and my wife's very easygoing. So she used to just, and then finally she goes, Look, this is, you got to stop. This, this. You got to cut. <laughs> this is, I, I'm waking up in a middle of the pissing, in the, the bathroom is in the I go, You know, honey, you're right. I gave in. So, listen, I'm not saying my wife changed me, but they changed you for the better a
0: little bit. I, it's like the end of Rocky. If you could change, we could change. <laughs> yes, we all exactly. could change. See, if I then? could get
1: away from that piss jug. Oh, well, I apologize for that story, Theo. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. I know we just met. Don't look it's at me okay. differently. I, I, I I'm don't. proud of your water thing. This is amazing, man. Thank you. Yeah. Is it in
0: New York? It's everywhere. It's all over Manhattan, Brooklyn, uh, Jersey, Long, island, Long island. island. We're in Long Island. We're all over Long Island. Yeah, I think we're in 20 island. locations that's in Long Island. island. Yeah, we're yeah, 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 still yeah, looking yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I yeah. want a 40 ounce. Yeah, I got you one right here. Hold and on. It, hold on. I'm out for the whole Look at these. I've got to water uh, you uh, have
1: Really quick, what do I. Give me a website where people can check this. What is it? GetOunced.com. GetOunced.com? Or OunceWater.com. OunceWater.com. Look, he's giving out 40s and. I got a forty. He likes he like he likes even a little better than me. He gave me the twenty ounce. Cause no, that's okay. Yes. Only because yo Theo, I got a bad uh, I got a bad bladder, so I'm giving you gave me these. Yeah, if you I got to
0: pee to the side of the table. A just. bird bladder is what
1: I got. <laughs> yeah, salute, yeah, This is good. Yeah. Go ahead, Theo, here, come on. Cheers. <laughs> oh, Your yeah, cheers. Yeah, give me some. Cheers. All right, this is good. Yeah. Is. we're all saluting <laughs> with our waters. Christopher, Deussi, you're too far to really get in here. Just just put it up. That. Just throw it up. Oh. Well, let me tell Don't you something. Don't fill this up, Matt. I'm, no no i'm done <laughs> and i couldn't do that with that anyway not uh i'm just saying i needed one of those I mean, I'm, I'm listen i mean how you the gonna, wide mouth bottle yeah I, I need a wide, wide mouth, mouth <laughs> for that yeah. Chris, the producer. oh man so yeah, give me those websites once again if somebody wants to they could order water from oh them. yeah
0: amazon prime we're on amazon prime amazon we're on prime. uh yeah we're everywhere uh amazon for most like you know all over the tri-state area but getounce.com or ouncewater.com whatever oh, everything nice. will lead you to to that water uh Um, yeah it's
1: pretty cool and that is phenomenal so you're doing that you're running marathons what were you gonna say nah (laughs) (laughs) when he walked in i was um I was like, "Oh shit, it's shades." Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Tell me, tell me about Luke. Oh, listen, I'm a, I'm a. I don't know if you grew up on comics. I I'm did. A, I'm a geek with that. Me man. too. Love the Daredevil series. I, 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 I'm th- I watched three episodes. Oh, and then Luke, you I'm don't gonna, know
0: anything yet.
1: I gotta get. Yeah. I know. I know you're on it. I saw three episodes. I'm just getting into it now. You
0: I just, don't know what happens. I don't
1: know what happens. I don't, don't, don't want to give guys nothing. Don't away. know what happened.
0: Neither of you know what but happened.
1: But I do know that you got through it. I don't want to give nothing away. Maybe you away. Maybe you didn't. I want to ask about the defenders. The
0: show. The show basically is Luke Cage is the first one out of all the Marvel series that really can be broken down into two shows in one season oh. 1 to 7 is one way and 7 to 13 is a totally different way Oh snap! so when you're watching it you'll watch episode 7 and then something happens and you go what the really happened and then the whole show kind of does a 180 and like you yeah. go okay now you everything can. changes now you get now it all makes sense that's and good. that's uh, yeah. yeah. So so I won't in. I won't say anything else until you get to that because I don't want to ruin anything. But uh, I, I like you was a Marvel yes freak growing up. I grew up I, on that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I thought that you know between playing sports my whole life, but I was always drawing. I thought that I was going to be an animator. I yeah. thought that was kind of going to be my life. Yeah. And to be now inside of a comic book. Yeah, it's crazy. It's cool.
1: It's, I mean, you're in that universe.
2: Yeah, man. I mean crazy. that's a huge thing. I grew yeah. up wanting to. I seriously, I thought this was a real thing. I thought I was going to be able to like irradiate an ant and let it bite me. So. Yeah, that was, that you was know, know what? Yeah, I, I go only go tell on. you that Ant
1: Man wasn't a bad movie either. If yeah. they make Ant Man a good movie, what the hell, man? It's
0: amazing. Yeah.
1: yeah Mar- it's so different. Marvel, Marvel gets that stuff right, man. And you it really shows
0: do. you now, especially with us, I mean, and with the T V series. The T V series are definitely more street level, as yeah. we call them. 'em. They're yeah. more realistic. They're more in line of Sons of Anarchy, you know, Oz, Soprano. They're more like in the drama kind of like street level, the wire type 100%. things. Yeah. And then the movies are more bigger for yeah. everybody yeah but, but the, everybody. Movies are, the, the movies
2: are the the, the, the big heroes the yeah. guys that they're go the, and save the universe but yeah. these these are, are six flags they're yeah. like yeah. six yeah.
0: flags yeah. and and the shows are like action park yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Back uh, <laughs> action park <laughs> yeah. that's an east coast guy right <laughs> there. there do you
1: know about action park i have no idea yeah, they must have shut that place down they oh, they people dying every year a great it was a I mean, it was a water park out here in New Jersey.
0: People died literally I mean, every day. They
1: would point to it and be like, look, look, don't go in that thing. A guy got stuck, went upside down, he drowned. Yeah. This uh, it would
0: Don't it jump was, off this. You're going to hit that rock oh, and you'll probably, yeah. But they're, making a movie, you. they're making a movie about it. I, really? They're making a movie about Action, it, Action Park. park. Yeah.
1: It was wild growing up. I, I, I went there a lot, man. And it was uh, it was great as a kid, no?
0: It was like Alpine, New Jersey or At, something. Yeah, right? Something like that. They had that,
1: that Alpine slide. Yeah, People would
0: fall off and get... The wave Road pool, rich. people were dying in the wave pool left and right. And Are it was you just. One. This is, you're not making this up. This no, was no, a no. theme park. <laughs> this was a park <laughs> that true. people went to it's and true. was like the most low budget park you can <laughs> yeah. go to, but it was packed because it was either that or Great Adventure. And Great Adventure was just kind of yeah. more. The too big fan. Yeah, too too
1: Listen, with that ice cold water, even the Tarzan swing was fun as hell.
0: Yeah. Remember that thing? Yeah. It was a whole different <laughs> uh whole different thing. So it was, you know, that that's the benefits of growing up in New York. You put your life in your hands every day and didn't know it. <laughs> no, man, that, that
1: was great, man. Are you going to the uh the Brooklyn card here? Are, are you you know, Canada? yeah.
0: So the you know, the problem with me is uh I'm I'm on the advisory board of Madison Square Garden. I just did the run for uh you know, for Garden of Dreams, um, yeah. I have this weird thing about going to uh, 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 the arena. in Brooklyn, I haven't been there yet. I oh, kinda, really? I'm a Garden guy. I literally go to the Garden. I'm, I'm, yeah. Those are all my buddies. Yeah. I'm, I'm loyal to the Garden. We got the, we got the two. So ones, I missed. Uh, so ones. I had I had Rhode Island Comic Con. We were doing press. We were doing the whole oh, thing. Rhode man. Island oh, Comic Con that weekend. Oh, so I yeah, missed. Bro. That was my. I was thinking I'm going to see Connor for the first time ever. My first fight I ever went to was kind of be a Rampage fight oh. back in the oh. day. Day. Um, actually where I met my wife. Uh, oh, look at that. Yeah, back in the day, we, because one of our charities, uh, the boot campaign, was they were sponsoring the event. So like, well, I'm sorry, Dana and them were giving money from that to the boot campaign. So everybody was wearing boots. There was boot campaign stuff all over. I was there with a bunch of Navy SEAL guys, and my wife, who was doing PR for the charity at the time, the boot campaign, we were all in Vegas. That was my first live fight. That was probably season three of sons of anarchy season two i don't even know who rampage was fighting i know i know rampage fought and i know big country fought on that card then dana became dana was a huge fan of sons yeah we got introduced and i went to every single fight that i can literally get on a plane Ah. and go to and then i did uh i did an episode of ultimate fighter uh when when uriah and dom were the coaches and that's how i became friends with them and it was, I think it was James Vick's year. It was Vick was, uh, yeah. it was that yeah. year. It was. Uh, he just cool. won. He just won. Over yeah, Vick's yeah. good, man. He won yeah. six of seven fights. He's a good fighter. That's funny. That guy's a kind of under the radar,
1: James Vick. Yeah. And he,
0: he choked him out with a, uh, that choke that, what's his We're name, won dogs. on Risa. Yeah. Did he get him in the yeah. choke? Yeah. yeah, he's got the, in his long arms, man. Yeah.
1: Is, he's huge for 55.
0: 6'4", or something, it, right? He, That's ridiculous. How
1: tall is James Vick? Yeah. I think he's like He is 6'4". 6'4". I mean he's at 55. And he's 55. not he's not he's
2: not he's not real thin either. This guy is, he's broad shoulders. He's he yep. do that? He's skinny not, legs.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't know. Yeah, man. he's 63. They Six they times, were yeah. saying he should fight Lozon next. Which
1: Well, I mean Lozon's never in a boring fight. <laughs> never. Lozon's always fun, right? <laughs> yeah, I love him. Love. He's, he's, yeah, yeah. I watched him. That's what you I call watched him
0: a... beat up Nick the Tooth for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. it was Oh, always, you know the Tooth? I yeah. do know I, know. I know the Tooth well.
1: I used to do a show with him. Called Dana White looking for a fight. You ever oh yeah, show? of course I know. Oh about come it. on, man! Yeah. I didn't know. I don't want to sit here and brag about myself. Now I feel
0: like a jerk. I know. I know <laughs> yeah. most of it. Yeah, can
1: brag about my own show. So
0: that's how I kind of got into the whole thing, and then you know became friends with Lorenzo and yeah. all those guys. And I was like, you know, I was there when you know the whole Anderson Chris yeah. thing. I was there. Another guy
1: fighting this weekend, Anderson Silva. And do you are you familiar with Derek Brunson? Who he's fighting?
0: I know uh, I've seen him fight a bunch of times. I think it's an extremely tough fight for Anderson. I think that I don't like that everybody's talking about what Anderson's doing next before this fight has even happened. That's That's, that's always always the kiss of death. Yeah, Yeah. I don't like that. Um, Obviously, anytime the spider's in the ring, it's like kind of an event. But then I remember again where I came from. The whole Mike Tyson era was like Tyson, in the end of his career... When he was like laying on the ropes and all that, and you're like, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, don't do this. Yeah, it yeah. was like, I, I know Anderson is still in amazing shape. I, I think the guy is super lethal. Yeah, I just hope that he's this fight is not Bisbing, not any of those fight. This is the fight that he has yeah. to. Focus well, on, I mean, uh, style, this kid, this yeah. kid punches like crazy. Yeah. From what yeah. I and remember. he comes in yeah. throwing
1: like six to eight punches.
0: That's in what I'm saying. Oh, he's got Charging when,
2: you when you're fighting Anderson, like that's 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 a big that's a big huge deal for a guy trying to get to a title that's shot. That's what I'm
0: saying. You it's know? it's that, and that's kind of what that's what's so cool about him still being there. And that division in itself, Romero yeah. is. Uh, he scary. looks like a heavyweight. He's <laughs> enormous.
1: Yeah, he's like, like a, yeah. He's a little short, for but he's stocky but he's and big. Big and his traps. Yeah. Right? He looks like he's I just a saw lab. Bisping
0: when I was out. I met uh, Glazer at his. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and, and he's uh, good dude, Michael Mike. came by. Yeah, yeah man. man. <laughs> so, super unassuming. Like, yeah. again, not. Nah. Like as big as I would think, you know. A lot, you know, of, you lot know.
1: of people got issues. I I really like Michael Bisping. I like his. I because know what it is. I talk about being a real guy. That's yeah. a real guy. That's yeah. a real guy. And you, whether guys like you or hate you, you he's, he's a real dude. Uh, for some reason, I always got along with that guy. It is people that just despise him. There's people other,
2: despise. It's weird because yeah. Bisbing, he gets this flack. He's um, he, I guess when you saw him on the show and he, he had yeah. kind of has this in, on, on front of the camera you think he's a different guy than he really is. Because when you meet Michael, he's a nice guy. Yeah,
0: and when you're doing that job that he's doing, when you're there and you're doing that, people are going to have opinions on you because you're putting yourself out there. You know, him, Dom, those guys who are out there, DC, you're putting yourself out there to be, you know, it's almost like this whole thing that happened with Charles Barkley recently. It's like when you're out there, you're there to make opinions on fighters. You're a fighter. You're going to make opinions. So not everybody's going to like you. They don't, they know them better than they know a guy like Joe Lozon, or a guy yeah. like who's just fighting and then you know going home and yeah. maybe does a couple of interviews. So, I'm a big fan of his, and I think that anybody who kind of speaks up and voices their opinion, and that's why we love him yeah. for what he does. People are not; it's going to rub people the wrong way. They kind of want to see them lose.
1: And uh, I don't want to talk about before that. I mean, listen, obviously Anderson's got to get past Derek Brunson, yes. but I would like to see him in Bisping fighting it. And I believe that. Uh, because that was such a close fight. That was a close yeah, was. fight. They both <laughs> dropped each other. There was a little bit of weird stuff going on when Anderson thought he won and he's celebrating and it was kind of wacky. But very, very, very close fight. And that, that that was, been... and
2: that was a fight you thought, going in, you thought Bisping was going to lose. At least I did. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Hmm. I mean, I know Anderson had just lost, but I mean, yeah. Anderson is Anderson. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think no. he's going to show How old is like he, he now?
1: 41? 40, yeah. 42? What is he? Yeah, I think he's 41. What is he, Chris the producer? He's he like right right
0: 42, I think. I read.
1: Yeah. I mean, but Styles make fights. So, Derek, what is it? Yeah, he's 41. He's 41. But in April, he Derek Brunson does charge in. Anderson's good at going back, timing strikes. I mean, Styles make fights. It's not a bad, stylistically, it's not a bad fight for it's, Anderson.
2: It's not a bad fight. And Brunson can't fight him the way he fought Robert Whittaker. You know, he, oh, yeah. he came out there rushing. And, oh, and yeah. He, well, I mean, he Can't well, do that with Anderson. That's
1: how he caught Uriah. That um, is how he caught Uriah. That's, but he that's, why, that's oh. why
2: he did it with, with Whitaker. But yeah. Whitaker is a better striker. And I mean, Uriah is a good striker. Better movement than, uh, and so well, does Anderson. Yeah. It's like
0: Uriah and Anderson. Their styles are almost so similar that it would have been a weird fight <laughs> them two. But everybody, Who's it now? Uriah Hall, like yeah. they were saying,
1: I, it. that was matched up at one point.
0: There was, yeah. Place. A lot of and people were talking this, about I that.
1: Definitely like the scene. That's a
0: fun fight to watch. Oh watch. yeah, yeah. That's a fun fight to watch.
1: All these fights, it's so funny that after all this time, there's so many. I mean, I. I love having this job because a lot of times my wife's like, "Saturday we got to go to the thing with the." I go, "Honey, I got to watch the. It's my job. I got to watch the prelims, and I got to be there for the prelims. I got to be in there talking about it. Yeah, I used to get to
0: the arena for the prelims in Vegas. I'd be sitting there in the front watching, and there'd be no one there. Yeah, yeah. that's the difference. And I used to always tweet out and be like, "Real, real fans watch prelims. Like, where is everybody? It's, it's almost like you know
1: what it is. People, if they're not used to mixed martial arts, which they should be by now, if they go to like a boxing event." The, the prelims, are just, a lot of times, just stink. For and sure. And then they wait. You know, they're in the casino still gambling. Then they come in for, you know, whoever's the main event. You know what I mean? I've seen uh, some of
0: my best fights watching prelims. Oh, well,
1: oh, oh, with the with MMA with the, and the UFC fights, a hundred percent.
2: You can't, 100%. you can't, you can't sleep on any fights. And uh, I mean, no. anything could happen. There's so many options. And it's... a
0: guy jumps so fast. Like you'll see a guy who's in prelims. Yep. Oh, yeah. You know, or uh, low on the undercard a couple of weeks ago, and now all of a sudden. <laughs> You know, I mean, we can say what we want. Cody Garbrandt came out of nowhere yeah, he to, a, to a normal he November Literally came out of nowhere. Well, he was Two on years that. Ago. And you know and he's funny? a star you now. Know what's
1: so funny about that? He was on the season of uh, the Ultimate Fighter versus uh, when Conor versus was Conor was uh, coaching versus Uriah yep. Faber. Yep. And at one point, you know, he was like start, you know, kind funny. So he starts some. He was starting some stuff with uh, Uriah, and he's goofing on him about the TJ uh, Dillashaw. Yep. And they were still boys back then. Mm-hmm. So of was stirring some shit up, which eventually, which is kind of funny, which eventually kind of happened. Kinda happened. Yeah. yeah. So he's stirring some shit. And then at one point, he's like, you're going to do something about it? There's somebody on the team. And who jumps up was this tatted mm-hmm. dude That's who's cute. on the other team. And it was and now, it's Cody's He's the champ now. Cool. But back then, it's just some... He was just like some, a some punk kid. Kill. I'm yeah. like, was this punk kid pushing <laughs> Connor, man. But mm-hmm. the guy's is that guy. Well, you know what's funny about that? That's who that guy is. Yep. And he's, and first of all, he's a savage. What a sweetheart he's he is. He's a savage. But Cody Cody's a good kid, guy. man. I, great uh, he, guy. I met him
2: in Austin. It was yeah. my last fight. And yeah. uh, he was there helping Joseph Benavidez. Um. And, um,. Kid rolls so up on me and he's like, "Man, I've been watching you for years." And it's, it's funny, like, is a real yeah. sweet so cool. kid. You know, I was in, I was in, in, in I, I was that. in, I was in school, like elementary school, yeah, watching us fight. You know? That's sad. And um, so I'm with you too. He's buddy. like, "I'm working, I'm working to get to the UFC and this and that." And oh. then, then the day of the weigh-ins, he sees me at the weigh-ins and he's like, "Hey, I just got, I just signed a deal. I'm, yeah. I'm in the UFC." Yeah. And, and now he's the champ, man. That was two years ago.
0: And the way he did it, coming down with that kid, like showing who he is, showing his yes, personality, yes. like that yeah, yeah. having that kinda of, and, and honestly the one thing which Dom usually rips from people's souls is their confidence. He came in more confident <laughs> yeah. and got more confident throughout yeah. the rounds, from the dancing to the this and I was and I kept saying is this going to continue? And hey, I, got I was shocked. Like, as a fan, I was shocked.
1: a lot of fans that day. The, the
0: thing about, like, as an analyst, watching
2: that and, and watching Cody deal with Dominic's footwork like nobody else yeah. has been able to deal with, you have to go back to the fundamentals. And that his fundamentals, he started with boxing and wrestling. Mm-hmm. And his fundamentals in those two areas are so strong. What Dominic was doing with his footwork didn't matter to Cody because yeah. Cody's footwork is so on point. He can do whatever and deal with whatever when it's in front of
1: him. And his dance moves. <laughs> his yeah, dance moves. he was able to <laughs>
2: dance and sprawl <laughs> and fool it, around man. a bit. How and it do th- to Dominic what Dominic does to everybody
1: else? Listen, normally he, he played chess yeah. with a genius and beat him. Exactly. And, and to Dom's credit, he was in that fight the whole time. The yeah, whole time. He never it. got this, it's easy to get discouraged if you're. Dom's a fighter, man. Dom was in there. He's from from the opening fighter. belt to the end, he was in there. And uh, that, the way he handled that loss. Now, look. Like, the thing that happened with Rhonda is, is, is you know, it is what it is. It's a rough yeah. game. But how you handle yourself with that loss. Yeah. And then Longo, Longo pointed out something. And I don't want to jump on Rhonda I, I really, I I met her before. She's a sweetheart. And, she's great. She came to the son's huge, rap party. I'm a huge yeah. Yeah. fan. She's Are, great. Really? Yeah, she's great. I'm a huge fan, man. Me I as and and Especially being a, a jujitsu guy at heart. I love the way she goes for those for arms. I love the way she takes those those arm locks. It's She's a like, second away from a, ending a fight at a any moment. It's a thing of beauty, man. Yeah. I mm-hmm. love it. But having said that, the way she handled that first loss could have been just new to her. Not that you want to get used to losing, but after that second loss, it just felt like maybe she, she could have grabbed the mic and said a little something. But hey, it, it's, it's a rough thing to deal with. But that's where you have to give a guy like Dominic Cruz oh, this is only his second loss also. And I mean, in his first loss, which was, was uh, with Uriah Faber in the WEC mm-hmm. ages ago. Mm-hmm. And for him to handle that loss, and he did uh, at the post-fight pre- pre- press conference, where he's, he's, he was basically, now they do it like a one-on, just one guy at a time do, answering mm-hmm. the questions. He went up there and just like held court, man. And he just answered everything. And 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 it, it, it was, if you haven't seen it, that's something to watch. I did, yeah.
0: It he's it, I think with Dom and, and in the little that I know about him and the few times we hung out, I he's so intelligent as a human being yes. and as a fighter that I, I felt like when I was watching his post press conference and even like after the fight that the whole time he was thinking, let me, let me just go back and figure out how I have to beat this guy. I don't know if I need an instant rematch right yeah. now. Cause I might have to just think, let me see him fight maybe one more fight, whether it be with Dillash yeah. or whatever, like let him worry about him. I could then go back. Maybe I didn't look at him the way I should. And I think that he's such kind of a cerebral assassin in that way that he's yeah breaking down everything as opposed to letting his emotions yes. jump in front of him and go, let's go. We're doing it again right now. We're doing this where he's okay. going, hold on. That didn't go exactly the way I planned because yeah. usually things go exactly the way Dom plans that he goes, let me reassess. And he mm-hmm. didn't let his emotions get the best of him. Acting, fighting, life in general, if you can control your emotions and not lead with them, yeah, you're already ahead of the game. And I think that that's kind of what I watched in the, his demeanor after that, which almost made me... Have way more respect for him because most people come in, whether it be they run off yeah. after a loss and don't talk or whether it be they do something else. They lead with their emotions and not their mind of saying, this was wrong. This was this. Let me figure it out.
1: Now, how many times, you when you went to L.A., you said you came from like, you know, you were going mm-hmm. down maybe the wrong path. You were mm-hmm. on the wrong path. Yeah. Changed your life around. Went to LA. You said with a couple of buddies. Yeah, my five best friends. And you went there with the your, your ambition. You wanted to be an actor. No, yeah. Oh, no. What
0: what happened was when I was still here in New York, yeah. um, one of my buddies was going to school at, on Fifteenth and Fifth, uh, Lee Strasberg Theater School. Yeah. I somehow wound up there picking him up. Long story. Someone told me I couldn't do it. I thought it was a joke. There you go. I saw there was a lot of Brazilian models in the class. I was wow. like this is kind of a cool place to yeah. probably hang out. There was a bar right next door. Nice. I started showing up. I didn't go to class. I wasn't doing anything. I just was showing up. Uh somebody came in to cast uh an independent film at the time. They thought I should talk to the guy. It was about, you know, this it was called Born at the Wrong Time, which kind of made a lot of sense for what was going on with me and Um, one thing led to another. I somehow got the film. I had never acted before in my life, never acted before. Um, and then I said, okay, uh, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it at the highest level and I'm going to do it the best I can. So I literally stepped back. I studied from the beginning of time, you know, in the business to the end from the studio system to the actors, from Charlie Chaplin to Cary Grant, to every single person, to Anthony Quinn, to everybody involved, what they were doing, how this worked, then I told my friends, we're, you know, we're moving to LA because if I'm going to do it, that's where Damn. I have to be. Yeah. And they were on board. They were like, yeah, let's do this. Let's go. We've been friends since we were eight years old. And, and we they, all moved out to LA. Are they doing okay? They my friends own the uh, – and literally we had nothing. They own the most successful restaurants in Los yes. Angeles. now. I just think they opened their 10th or 11th. Look at them, man. They have Scopa and that's Happy Endings stores. and – uh, black Market. Happy and, and then, Endings? Yeah, this one called Happy Endings out. in LA. Why would I yeah. ask about that? Yeah, <laughs> of course. See, that's the one that drew you in. <laughs> no. um, and then my other friend moved back with me. He's my producing partner. He's my partner in the water yeah. company. And my other friend is out here and he works for a pharmaceutical company.
1: How soon? Now, how many? It's almost like, you know, you get into the the fighting, you have some rough... Fights, and then next thing you know, you start winning and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Did you start landing roles right away, or was uh, it discouraging to me, or the first? Or no, not? no,
0: it was always a process of figuring it out for me. It was like I knew I was going to do whatever I was going to do to get there, and whatever that did. If I was going to lean back on, you know, my hustling mentality, or if I was going to, you know, work in a restaurant and figure out how that was going to get me to my next move. So what happened was when we went out again. This is October '99 there wasn't like an influx of East coasters on the West coast at this point. And we kind of came in and took that town like by storm. We came in like a, like we came in like a hurricane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And when we came in, we came in very business minded. And at the end of the day, it's show business. It's a business as much as it's an art form. It's a business. And a lot of people go out there kind of bright eyed and bushy tailed and don't see the business part of it. And we always had that mindset of, business people and hustlers yeah. so we just thought let's just outwork everybody and my friends did that in the restaurant you know business aspect of it I did in the acting business of it and my other friends in other business aspects uh, aspects of it and I just went out saying what do you need you need this you need that so I did like you know three extra jobs to get my SAG card okay you need your SAG card you need this you need that you need to get a manager you need to get an agent and you know one thing just kept leading to another and it was always a building I never looked at anything as it was hard there was no yeah. plan b i was like there this was what i was going to do yeah. regardless of that so i think it was i landed i started landing jobs pretty quickly um well, that's good
1: that had the and in two, yeah it was really pretty good and then yeah. in
0: 2002 i i kind of that's what it i started doing that as my life you know i didn't need to do anything else yeah. um and uh and then in 2008 Sons of Anarchy came and that changed my entire existence when as you, a human being
1: uh, 100% yeah. <laughs> i'd say so what a show yeah. have hit like that yeah and now when you had to read for that mm-hmm. and you got the did you say look, i am this i know i have a strong feel like instincts what anything else i have a strong feeling this is going to be big or not even
0: no i i had done i had been doing a lot of tv and i was always the guy that if they were going to put a criminal on a show they were going to question him at a table <laughs> I was that guy. guy. I was the guy. You know, and and I was lucky enough where because I'm multiple ethnicities that I was playing a lot of different things. Because I had I I have a very different, like a Benetton ed of background. So nobody could ever really figure out what I was, which I thought was pretty awesome because my whole thing going in was don't ever put me in a box. And I still I still say that to this day. Don't put me in a box because especially in today's society, we're so intent on putting people in, you're that. You're that, yeah. and you're that, and that makes me feel better. Yeah, yeah. And I never wanted that. So I got really lucky in the way I was being cast in roles. So I had done these two episodes of this show, Grey's Anatomy, which at the time oh, yeah. was like the biggest show on television. Yeah. And it was during Sweeps Week, and it was this episode that they couldn't stop talking about. And this was prior to social media kind of really being the way it is now you know i think it was like myspace my and like something else and yeah. people were really talking about this these two episodes it just so happened right at the same time they were casting a show called at the time it was called uh, uh forever sam crow it wasn't even called sons of anarchy it was called forever sam crow it had a different title the casting director who had cast me in all these previous things said there's this really amazing show that's coming on fx FX wasn't really even known. They but they had yeah. my favorite show on television. They had The Shield, and that was my favorite show that was on. Okay. And they said it's from the creators of the Shield. Like it's the people of the Shield doing the show. And I was like, I'll do anything to read for that show. And I went in and I read for Jack's. Oh yeah. And they were like, You're not nearly good looking enough to play this that's <laughs> messed up. And I was like, No, no, that's what that was probably my <laughs> yeah, me yeah, thinking. Yeah, that. And but now remember the creator, Kurt Sutter, is from Jersey. Yeah. So We immediately had this thing where it was like, you know, it's like how East Coasters are. And he was like, you know, I'm going to bring you back for this other role. So he brought me back for another role. Didn't get it. Mm. Brought me back for another role. Didn't get it. On the same, on the show? Same show. Same, same roles. Didn't get any of them.
4: Yeah.
0: And I left and I went, you know what? Super cool experience. Not going to work out. There were a lot of other things on the horizon. The casting director, this, uh, Wendy O'Brien, at the time, and this is why you really you know, have to keep your relationships and be friendly with everybody, yeah. she called me up and she was like, listen, Kurt really likes you. He has no idea, but he wants you on this show. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's going to do with you. He doesn't know if you're going to be in one episode or 100, but he wants you on the show. I went back to my people at the time and I was like he wants me on the show. They don't know what it is. And he's going to, we're going to have a phone conversation, this and that. And they were like, well, you can't get on something where you don't know what it's going to be. Yeah. And I said, no, I'm telling you, this is the show.
1: You felt it. You felt, I felt something it. strong. They go, this, yeah. I go,
0: this is the show. And there was many reasons. My uncle kind of raised me growing up. My uncle lived in, uh, after his father died, my grandfather, when he was 20, my uncle moved out to Northern California and became a biker, basically. Oh, wow. So when he moved back, when I was 14, you know, because... You know, there was no really like male influence figures in my life. He would only talk about riding motorcycles and talk about this. So there was something that was clicking in my head that was going, this is it. This is the show. Mm. And then uh, I said, I'm going to take the leap of faith. And I went on and I didn't do much for the first couple episodes. I think I had like two, three lines and cut two at the end. That was... You know, Major you my show, Yeah, Come on Yeah basically my show <laughs> No seriously mate. Come on Juice
1: Everybody knows I mean That's yeah. a major Major I mean As far as even with the plot You know I don't, Is it spoilers now The show's no, been No the it's air off for, the air for a while Come on Don't man. give me a spoiler No don't give me a spoiler Here's you, the thing go back for
2: me, I, I grew up in the Bahamas And yeah. I see Sons of Anarchy And I'm just like Bikers I don't I don't Like I don't like choppers Or, or Harleys yeah. And yeah. those kinds of bikes and I don't understand that culture. Yeah. So, but that's
0: the coolest thing about it because yeah. I didn't really either. And you really realize almost like the military, almost like, you know, my new film, Lowriders, yeah. is like these subcultures, comic books, you know, yeah. Trekkies, you know, Star Wars people. It's yeah. like these subcultures, fight fans, you know, these yeah. subcultures of people. When you learn about them, you learn like it's a whole different, a world, different world than you man. even knew about, and the dedication to that. Yeah. You know, so I've had. I I escaped into for eight, nine years into that biker community. Fascinating, man. These people like raise more money for charities, do more stuff, more veterans out there riding, more. You know, I learned so much. And we, we got to do this high concept drama that was, you know, way above, you know, it was almost like a living graphic novel. Yeah. And we got to do it at a very high level. And it was, you know, ultimately it's because of a leap of faith and, our fan base, you know, I think it was 15, at our biggest, it was like 15 million people a week watching the show was, <clears throat> you know, mainly women, which is crazy. Yeah. You know, it was, it was a lot of, uh, we had audience from They want to look at good looking guys, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 there was. And it was just a lot of, we had a lot of, we, we showed a lot of different things, a lot of different gangs, a lot of different cultures, a lot of different, and at the end of the day, it's a family drama. You know, and then to to jump into something like Luke Cage right after it, that was my thing when I came off Sons. Everybody, yeah. you know, I had all these movies that I was doing. Everybody's like, would you do TV show again? And I said, the only way I'm doing TV is if it has that same passion yeah. of a fan. Yeah. Because you want that. Yeah. It's cool being on these other shows. Listen, yeah. I have anybody who's working at all in anything to do with acting, I take my hat off too because it's, yeah. it's gotten even harder now. But when you're in something that, like, the hardcore fan is into yeah it's a whole different ballgame when you you know when you're out on the streets it's never oh yeah i, I yeah i watched like one or two it's oh my god man I, I'm, I'm obsessed with that show i've seen everyone yeah. i love it oh my god i'm in the middle of it i'm watching it now and oh yeah, man you're awesome sure. on that and that's luke cage was very similar to sun so and and TV has kind of really become the way we consume our entertainment now.
1: And it's good you're not typecasting. like like typecast no. or typecast. It's typecast. Yes. Okay, I, listen. I, I always I'm never secure about my the way yeah. I pronounce stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> name but, uh <laughs> I know is uh, how you pronounce. It, spell your first name. Spell Eve. Y V E S. There's an S at the end. I fought him 16 years ago. I've been calling him Eves forever. <laughs> What are you? Why are you high fiving right? He said it's silent.
0: Yes, it's silent.
1: Oh, yeah. I didn't know Theo. I didn't know
0: Eve Saint Laurent. I'd be calling yeah. a you. Name for, <laughs> forever.
1: But no, but it shows it shows your acting ability, man. Because when I watched, when I seen you as Shades in, uh, you know, I'm gonna watch the rest of the whole series. Uh, yeah. in Luke Cage. I at first I'm like, oh shit, Juice is on here. Yeah. But immediately I'm not thinking of him as Juice. A big shout out and I, what's I, the 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 name? I forget the name, but it's Peg Bundy. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah Katie Sierra.
1: Katie Seagal, what an amazing actress because you know where is Peg Bundy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well you're watching you're watching Sons of Anarchy right away. It's no longer Peg first of all, furthest thing from Peg Bundy on the show, right. but you're forgetting that it's Peg Bundy, and that's an amazing thing. I feel.
0: Yeah, I think because
1: that, Al Bundy's still Al Bundy, I mean, Al no, matter what fuck, no matter where the fuck. I mean, in Dutch, fam, he's, Al Bundy. Hate, he's Al Bundy. I hate to say
0: it, and I like the guy. He does jujitsu. It's <laughs> <He's laughs> good. It's great too. He's yeah. Brown belt or a black belt? Black belt. Yeah, he's, he's a, a black, black belt. belt. Ed will take you down in yeah, a minute. Man. I'm not messing with Ed. No, but uh, and Ed's big. He's a big guy. He's a big dude. He's always at the metamorphosis things. He was—he's yeah, always yeah. around. He's big in the jujitsu. Oh no, yeah, no, he
1: loves it, man. He's with the Crazy brothers, and he was with the Orion forever. I
0: just but, saw Hanzo uh, recently. Did oh, yeah. you? Yeah, I wish. That's what you know. That's the big difference in not not being in Manhattan anymore. Is you know and the gym's in oh you're not the, well, you're no in I'm middle. in Staten oh you're yeah. in Staten yeah 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 I needed not, not I have brag, three though. big dogs are friends with Hensel Gracie? I've met him yeah a few times yeah
1: yeah we're friends I'm the first American black belt on the end, So I gotta brag about that I'm very proud of that he's, well, you should be proud of that no you should you ask him should him be proud of, proud. of I'm that. that I'm the first American Hensel's very well known Hensel's my favorite
0: no he's not Hensel's a legend he's a legend he's
1: Henzel Gracie gangster the listen, first American
0: black belt oh, yeah That's see I don't listen, I,
1: I should have bragged the second you got in here
0: yeah you should have that up somewhere in here you
1: ever hear George C. Pierre <laughs> <laughs> never mind <laughs> <But>
0: anyway,
1: <laughs> don't watch the rematch <laughs> but anyway listen, well, like, I, I, listen I, could, I could do this all day Christopher. So we're gonna have to wrap I'm this, this Chris, thing up yeah. soon Let's really quick before we end everything. I want to uh, just one more time for the websites for this awesome. Oh water. yeah, yeah, the water yeah. looks awesome. I'm going to take you. a picture of this later. Thank you. Because it I does know. look pretty cool, man. Yeah, the big yeah. forty ounce. You feel cooler right
0: now. I'm going to put it
1: in a brown plastic bag.
2: There, <laughs> yeah,
0: right? there you go. There you go. going to come up. With, it's a forty ounce. It's you tell the cop. Ounce. Say no. I'm getting hydrated. You, know? <laughs> you say I'm getting hydrated. I'm
1: getting hydrated. I'm getting ounce. One more. And if I want, if somebody wants to get this water online, Oh, so yeah,
0: go to or ouncewater.com Go to Amazon Prime. Go, go whatever. Uh see, see Lowriders May twelfth. We got a little time on that. Lowriders. Yeah. Really quick. The movie's about The East LA, low riding culture. It's uh oh, it's a, uh, it goes deep into and it's basically again a family drama and and finding out everything that goes on. And you'll learn it. it's from the creators of Eight Mile and American Gangster. Um, I like both of those. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's basically uh uh getting into another subculture that people don't know about.
1: Wide release or
0: it's gonna be Yeah, everywhere. everywhere. Low riders, yeah. Making... Universal Studios yeah. When's it coming? Everywhere. Out? May 12th. May 12th. Yeah, All right. pretty excited about that.
1: Eve, anything you got to promote, buddy? Um, Besides being on a Fox analyst, you, you're still killing
2: it with that. Yeah. Thanks, man. Um, I'm just trying to get back on the desk, and, and I'm doing the stunt thing, getting into the acting thing. I'm doing my podcast, Even Steven. Even so, Steven? Yeah. I got. It's my buddy, Steven. So Can I be a guest just, on it, Absolutely. Could you have me on I would love for you to come out. I'm to sorry I pronounced your kid.
1: name all this time
2: way. It's okay,
1: man. And I, and I do appreciate you not following me to the floor and finishing me off. Let's just end Going it at that. Go back to that again. No, no. Let's, let's, let's just end know. it. that I'm happy you didn't jump on top of me and end my UFC career. That, that's a good friend. Because it might have went a different way. And uh, exactly. Maybe I would have been the one to knock out. <laughs> you would have been here with yet. Jimmy Norton. I'm only kidding, dude. You're fucking doing great. I, I look at you. You're doing phenomenal. Yeah. I'm happy we're both doing well because there's been a lot of casualties in this game. Yeah, there has. You know what I mean? Yeah. And especially now they lose. They lose they don't have the down under the hot the big lights anymore they don't know what to do with themselves yeah the next chapter of your life that's the great thing about acting theo you never have to get to the next chapter yeah? uh, there's chapters well there's chapters but you you could be an old actor you, might, you got a really uh, long your, book your best you got a very
0: long book you know it's yeah. it's you can only knock yourself out in this game you know yeah. it's very hard for you to get knocked out unless you know i guess you can make a string of bad hits but that would be on your bad decision very yeah, that's different right. that's the difference of the fight game i mean but then again, I mean, I guess people don't get knocked out constantly unless they're doing something wrong,
1: right? Well, yeah. then, then they should know it, it's, time, it's to, time to hang them to up. Leave. That's right. But, uh, hey, man, you're making a lot of right decisions. Thank you. And that 40-ounce of water is one of them. <laughs> you know? And it's 20 don't, don't forget the I'm 20. the only one in the room that got the 20-ounce. But it's uh, listen, I'm not complaining. I'm happy you came in and hung out with us. Everybody, this weekend, pay-per-view. Uh, it's going to be Holly Holm. Yeah. Pronounced. Pronounced. Germ, 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 I always kill her first name. Jermaine Durandemay. I was gonna say that. Say it again. Jermaine Durandamay. You she's, were gonna say it. she's tough as hell, man. Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna be a great fight. That's in Brooklyn. You, if you guys watch the uh, the uh, the prelims, you might see Eve's Edwards. Because oh no, oh no, what am I saying? He said Eve's, Eves Eve, Eve Eve <laughs> Edwards is working. The, the Eve. He's, <laughs> Eve, <laughs> Eve Edwards is working the corner of Dustin Poirier. who's fighting Jim Miller. Oh man, dude, we got Chaka Ray on this card versus uh, Tim Boach. Yep. this is a good card. Anderson Silva, the Spider. Fighting Derek Brunson, pay per view this weekend. This is February eleventh. Really the only fight. reason I'm not going to be there live is it because it's my uh, eight year old Angelina's birthday. Oh, so. happy birthday, uh, Angelina! I'm a parent. I'm a dad. That's, That's very nice. I always you. comes first. That's that does come first. Guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us. All right, hanging out with me. Thank you. And Chris, the producer. Oh, thanks for it's having us. me. Yep. All right, thanks, we're man. out of here, people. Goodbye. Then blended to perfection and cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The
0: longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal